0: What up, drinking buddies? First and foremost, before we get into this episode, if you're in the LA area and you feel like throwing down some drinks with yours truly tonight, come out to Dames and Games, 2319 East Washington in downtown LA. We're doing Caliente Cage Rage, full contact, female cage fighting, and a whole lot of drinking. Plus, there'll be some dancers there. It'll be a good fucking time. Covers only five bucks. Come on out. Do a shot with me. Hell, we're going to do three or four. We're going to get fucked up. We're going to watch some girls fight. It's going to be a good fucking time. Before we get into this one, just a quick word from our sponsors. First and foremost, we are brought to you by your friend and mine, Ghost Tequila. Ghost Tequila, if you don't know, how, I don't understand how you don't know at this point, but Ghost Tequila is a 100% agave, blanco tequila, 80 proof, infused with ghost peppers, Oh my god it's so good! Just take a shot of it. Just feel the warmth. oh it 's like an old friend giving you a hug from the inside it's so good. Who knows if they're going to be happy with this ad copy? I'll find out the hard way. But seriously, if you don't live in one of the states where you can buy ghosts in liquor stores, go to www.ghosttequila.com. get your bottle now. yo, do me a solid. Tweet me and Ghost when you buy a bottle. Tweet pictures of you taking shots. I will retweet that shit. I'm sure Ghost will retweet that shit. We want you drinking with us. Please, get a bottle today. Let's drink. Also, we are brought to you by Laughable. Laughable is the number one comedy podcast app. Not only can you subscribe to your favorite comedians and artists, your favorite shows... They give you recommendations. You can buy tickets and app. It just keeps improving. Android, it's coming out real soon. I know I've been saying it for months, but they assure me it's coming out soon. Go to laughable.com. Get on the waiting list. Those motherfuckers with iOS, you got no excuse. Go to the App Store. Download it now. Resubscribe to us. Subscribe to your other favorite comics. Look for their appearances on other shows. And everyone's happy this week's guest is anthony montemorano aka shock the monster anthony is a multi-talented musician he plays in neon Cummins and merzik and a couple other bands he has some rad tour stories for us this week some travel stories and talked about the one time he got set up on a date on buzzfeed i don't want to ruin anything for you so we're going to get right into it grab yourself a cold drink guys and enjoy Thank you for rushing back up from fucking San Diego for this shit. Yeah, no worries, bro. Like, you're a madman. man. You're going to drink with me before you get on fucking plane? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know if you're too drunk, they won't let you on, right? Yeah, probably. So I
1: don't know. It's, I mean, it has been a few times in
0: Vegas. That's the Vegas airport. They'd never get anyone out of there. Well, no, this is Hawaii, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're flying to Hawaii out of LAX. Yeah, you might have to play it cool. Yeah. Yeah, the Vegas, the Vegas airport... You're trash. They're fucking, they just want to get you the fuck out. I know, right? No one would ever leave that fucking airport. No. I, uh, I just got to be up so early.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part. It's almost worse than being hungover. It's like, oh gosh, I wake up at five. Just don't sleep. I know, I always thought about that, but I'll be, I'll be after this, I'll be like ready to go <laughs> to sleep.
0: So what are you doing in Hawaii anyways?
1: Um, buddy's getting married. Oh, nice! Yeah, kind of like a brother from another mother. Uh, uh, my buddy Jesse, yeah, uh, he um, uh, got the girl pregnant, but they really they they do love each other though. <laughs> it wasn't like that, and uh, he lived out here for a while, so they're moving back to they're moving to Hawaii, and so we're gonna go out there and be in the wedding or you know watch the wedding. It's a Super tiny little wedding.
0: Yeah, destination weddings like that have to be fucking small. Yeah, I love that shit, but I also am like, really, dude, you're really really gonna go to Hawaii? and Make me fly there? Yeah one of my buddies fucking made us go to spain oh really yeah well that's cool though no it was pretty rad and there's a good reason for it his bride is spanish Mm. so it was so for her fucking family could go yeah the original plan was they were going to do a second wedding in the states they never did hey it wasn't too bad renting a villa on the mediterranean getting drunk for a couple days yeah right and then getting so drunk during the fucking wedding i slept on a pool table (laughs) i've done that i slept on a
1: oh man of them was my buddy's uh, 40th or yes yeah, 40th uh, I was with my manager my, one of my good friends Marcus and we went to uh, we went to Vegas and he had a hair metal like 80s metal heavy metal like birthday <laughs> so everybody's in you know spandex and, and, and fucking wigs and all the shit and uh, there was just nowhere to sleep when we, we all back at some point and so we cleared off the top of the table this huge conference table room because he had a big suite we cleared off the table of all this like food and drinks and all this stuff and we like threw pillows down and like passed out on top of the table and then we woke up like what the and then for some weird reason in the middle of the table there's this like this plug to put plug stuff in
0: yeah like a projector and or was whatever was like, the fuck you need why
1: is this right here I'm trying to sleep <laughs> it was like oh wait I'm not supposed to be sleeping on a table <laughs> it's Vegas of course you are I mean when I've been on tour I'm like man I've slept in weird places Bathtubs and the in the van we had like the twelve passenger van and there's like you know the benches and everyone wanted the bench obviously and they would lay there to sleep but like you really can't extend your legs too too far on that so actually I came up with the best idea but they thought I was getting the shit end of the stick but it was actually better as I lay on the floor under the bench and I the little gutter where you open up the door and there's like that gutter thing but you're on a long drive. So we'd shut the thing and I'd get in and I'd fill the gutter with all these pillows and blankets and stuff. And then I would like turn my body sideways and go the length of the bench on the floor of the van. But I would have the most leg room. So it was really kind of compact, but when you're just laying there and you're not moving the whole time, it was really the best. It was the best thing. So any bands out there that you haven't tried that yet, don't lay on the bench.
0: Assuming so you're not a big old fat guy like me. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's different yeah it's a little different like i would have been like oh, fuck shoulder up like fuck yeah
1: a little too uh, wide and then when that was only when we didn't have a trailer then we got a trailer then we took out some benches in the back then there was just one bench and then the whole rest of the back of the van was cleared out and we lined it with pillows and blankets and all this we just like all like laid around and watched
0: games and played games and all stuff. So how much cool. sex happened back there
1: uh this, some stuff went down some
0: I know your parents are going to listen to this, so I guess you can't get too gory into the
1: details. No, no. I mean it's just, you know kind of like anything. I mean it's every tour has got its thing and its story, but it's all you know it all kind of is it all kind of averages out to kind of be the same,
0: blends together a little bit. Yeah, different girl, different town. Yep, crazy, some crazy stuff goes down. <laughs> what do you got for us? What what kind of craziness do? you... What really stands
1: out? Dude, there's always one story that I always remember is I think we were in Ohio. we were in Ohio. I can't remember the name of the town, but it was this tiny little town. And across the street from this bar that we were playing at was a, an industrial area, like a huge, like all these huge industrial like buildings or whatever, like um, uh, uh, warehouses or whatever. And so anyway, we're, we're playing the show. And then after we're done, we're all at the bar. I remember PBR. It was a lot, a lot of it was blurry, but I remember very, I remember specifically certain parts. There was we were at the bar and there was this specific like guy this really tall, you know, white dude, like kind of shaved head, whatever. And he was like the town, like the local, not like bully, but like just kind of like the local tough guy. Yeah, whatever. And he was <laughs> wasted it. He came in and there was this other guy at the bar and apparently he had a problem with him from something. And he, like, you know, there was, I know, there must have been talking earlier, whatever, but then, then later the guy comes back, and the big dude, like, he drops his pants all the way down. His shit's hanging out. And and everyone's like, what the hell? And he just starts wailing on the dude. And the guy's like, whoa! And, like, it was the weirdest thing. And then the guy jumps up off the bar and runs outside. The guy pulls his pants up and starts chasing him. And he's chasing him for, like, ten minutes. They go out, they're going around the thing, he's running around. And then he finally, like, when they come back the dude that was getting chased gets hit by a car but not like gnarly just kind of like like tapped and whatever we're like what the, you know like what the fuck just happened like that was the weirdest shit <laughs> we've just been talking about it ever since that so when i see up. the dudes in my old band i'm like yo what up and so we like catch up and one hour there i'm like so remember that one and i always bring it back up because like, yeah dude because i always like have a, a tough recollection of exactly what happened and you know, I, I wish that i you know, now i wish that i would take a journal you know i would had a journal to write in because then you it's so fresh in your mind you write down every detail and uh you know i always tell my other buddies that because i out on tour in a little bit but um i tell you know any bands out there whatever just definitely take take journals if you can or digital now with the phones and computers because there's man, so much you can write books on that stuff
0: oh 100 it's crazy that is a great offensive move, though, to just be like, whip your dick out and then attack a dude. Because he's going to go, What the fuck <laughs> do you do when a dude has his dick out, uh, attacks you? It's like, right. Is this dude trying to fuck me or fight me? What is he been, doing?
1: Yeah, it must have been a distraction move, you know? Like setting up a pick. Yeah. And then the other guy comes in with the same but it was the same guy. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> but I'd be so confused. Like, Uh. And I would, at the point where like his dick comes out, I would probably just try to run because, like, I know if I lose this fight, I'm getting fucked.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah.
0: He's big. Yeah. Now, He's a big dude. <laughs> in more ways than one?
1: I don't know. I don't remember that detail. I'm assuming he was, because if it was small, I don't think he would be like, yo, everybody. But it was, you know, it was probably, I don't know.
0: Anyways, enough about that. Enough about his hog. <laughs> that was fucking wild. Yeah, it's crazy. What the fuck have you been working on, though? Like, what's... New in the music land.
1: Yeah, so uh, man, that was that was actually that was a long time ago. That was back when I was 21. I'm 34 next month now, and um, I've, man, I've been in maybe like 10 or 11 bands since I, my, my first band when I was 16. And um, but now I'm in a, I'm in three currently. Um, uh, my main one's Merzik, which I've had since like 07, and um, it's like a symphonic uh, orchestral rock. Kind of thing progressive and like gothy and like a lot of people say Tim Burton, like, Oh, I should be in a Tim Burton movie. So it's got that Tim Burton.
0: So like the Danny Elfman.
1: Right, so Danny Elfman. A lot of people don't know Danny Elfman, so I have to say it's like Tim Burton Rock. They're like, Oh, okay. If you I'm like it's like Danny Elfman Rock, They're like, who's that?
0: Yeah, he only There's does Yeah. Scores all of Burton's films, does the yeah. theme to the Simpsons. Yeah. go fucking Boingo. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So it has it's kinda it's 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 like a it's like a heavier modern Oingo boingo, but with a way darker, like classical uh, approach. So it's got like organs and pianos and all this stuff. So that band is, um, we're a little bit of a high, we always take little hiatus as bands usually do when we're writing. So we're finishing up an EP. It's going to be like five songs, four or five songs. And um, and then we're going to put that out and, you know, book some shows. And I got some stuff planned. There's a band I really want to play with called Avatar. And they're just like, they're kind of like us very, ex- you know, um, uh, theatrical and heavy and whatever same with like gogo Bordello, they're pretty badass and um i mean ghost would be really cool because they're kind of up our alley and but we're we definitely have that a little bit more original sound the music thing I, I haven't heard a lot of people you know kind of like that whatever but anyway that's that man a uh, side project is called neon coven uh it's kind of like what was put together by uh, our friend april um she does monsters of rock stuff monsters of rock cruise and uh, production for that she put me in contact when i was tour when i was uh tech and tour manager for la guns last year um i met her and she put me in uh, touch i met ace von johnson from faster pussycat uh jacob bunton who uh sang for adler and uh he's in the band called linem out in uh, alabama and uh he lives in hollywood and then uh and then um i brought in kyle cunningham who's my uh my good buddy he's a great drummer so we kind of pieced this little band together and we've just been recording and messing around we released a ep called uh risen and um that's out everywhere and uh working towards some new stuff to cover depeche mode um and then uh which it, depeche mode like just a uh, never let me down again very cool yeah very cool and uh more like a heavy rock version and then um that were uh actually a few uh, most of actually i think the whole band is going to uh at the end of the month the 28th as uh, a wednesday uh the once a month thing now lucky strike they they kicked it back up last last one uh Depp and the hollywood vampires and joe perry they were all they surprised me jumped on stage it was pretty rad so um th- this this should be a pretty good year for lucky strike's jam so uh, hopefully
0: no phil giving nazi salutes and yeah <laughs> Just, oh.
1: yeah so i don't know but uh, yeah we're 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 uh, um Steve put, puts the whole thing on so we're going to be uh playing at the uh, uh, on the 28th so it'll be me Jacob Ace and Kyle and uh, we'll be doing a couple cover songs or whatever
0: nice nice yeah this will be out in time for that yeah Hollywood and Highland
1: Hollywood Highland yeah yeah. Lucky Strike yeah. come out and then yeah then the third yeah yeah come out on the 28th um, and then the other band the third band is actually a Nine Inch Nails tribute that I do we, we just like you know awesome fun thing we do and you know a little side cash or whatever and uh, it's always good to get up there and, and slam some Nine Inch Nails because you don't get to see them very often i mean they're still kind of playing and doing this and that but you just don't get to see them very often and um and you know even tribute bands like i haven't really seen one that's like whatever so my buddies had already started a long time ago and then they the sing they parted ways with their singer and then they asked me i was like well I, you know i don't i don't never really saw myself singing that or whatever i didn't really know if i really sound like them. Like, well you don't have to sound just like them, but you know we're tributing him i was like, all right cool let me try it out and the tracks were great it's all about the tracks and the playing like they oh, definitely it. they nailed it because my buddy Darren is like really is really good at that, you know, at the Ooh. engineering.
0: So, are you like, you going the whole spectrum of Nine Inch Nails' career? Or are you doing uh, mostly the we we like to do it like um, what was that? Uh, Woodstock,
1: I think it was yeah, Wood- it was when they were covered in mud and they're on the stage and it was so like Woodstock huge, ninety is that ninety nine or ninety yeah, four big the big one. I can't remember. I think it was 94, 99. Well, ni- ninety four, ninety nine. Well, I should
0: know. But... Ninety nine was the shit show one where like people were raped and the fire and uh yeah i don't know if it was
1: that one but they were like on stage fully covered in mud and cornstarch and all that and it's just it was chaotic and all all that could have been tour pretty much it's kind of how we do it it's a little more chaotic and fun it's
0: 94 94 right that makes sense pulling up images right there fucking
1: yeah there it is yeah that's the one so you know that's when we all that was when you know uh, not all of us but like that's kind of really when i was, was really man this is insane and whatever so it's you know it's just fun people really dig it you know it's like giving them a great show and like I I have fun doing it you know
0: and that is the fucking heyday of Nine Inch Nails that's pretty hate machine Mm -hmm. that's fucking broken
1: fixed downward spiral you know we wouldn't do it we've we've gotten feedback and it's mostly been positive like really positive otherwise it's like you know we wouldn't mess around like that so you know, it's been like, oh, grab this great. Like, it's great to see, like, you know, what it's obviously not Nine Inch Nails, but this is as close as, that's what people say, it's pretty close. So we're like, cool, let's, you know, we'll keep rocking out and having a good time. and All Unless right. Nails is like, hey, guys, please stop. Right, like, right. Hopefully, no worries. Nails. <laughs> no worries, we're just, you know, keeping, I think tribute bands are great, you know, as long as they're pretty close, because it helps, you know, keeps the the, the name out there and, like, it, you're tributing them, you know, it's like they have a huge inspiration for us and me and for sure, you know, and, um, you know, it won't be will we, we probably won't be doing it too long. So for now, it's you know it's a fun thing. So anyway, we're playing March fourth at Viper Room, very cool. Yeah, and then again in April, I forgot what the date was, but at uh, Paladino's with Iron Maidens. So nice, just, I'm, I'm I, female Iron maiden, Iron maiden. Yeah, Iron Maiden and Nine Snails in one night. So that should be pretty fun. <laughs> pretty fucking, <laughs> which epic. would never really happen any uh, for reals unless it was like a big festival, right? And then they, like they wouldn't be playing on so. the same night. Probably they'd yeah. probably be like
0: Maiden on totally night two, totally different styles. Yeah, but. Yeah. Or they'd be on some opposing stage. It's like, oh, uh-huh. I can't see both. Fuck. <laughs> I know, right? That's like the worst of <laughs> fucking festivals. Or you're like
1: somewhere in the middle of the festival hearing both at the same time and be like, this is actually dope. Run to the fuck me like an animal. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs>
1: to the hills.
0: <laughs> Maybe you and the maidens should collaborate on like a remix. <laughs> That'd be sick. That'd be fucking weird. <laughs> That'd be super weird. <laughs> I'm sure you can mash one of them up. Oh, definitely. <laughs> But
1: um yeah, and then the actually the fourth thing music I do a lot of music stuff. Um, I uh, I actually last year released my first um my real first release of Shock the Monster, which is my alias um art name, an artist solo artist, a uh, song called Devil's Highway with uh, my friend Rochelle Royale, who's a great singer, amazing, talented, beautiful singer, and um we uh, released this song, and um it's just i just it's on Spotify and Pandora and all that stuff, whatever. And so we're going to, um, I'm just going to keep, I just keep writing, you know, on the side. I, I have to kind of like do a lot of stuff, you know, um, at least, uh, yeah, whatever. But with music, I, you know, I have all these projects and then I just have to always write, you know, my own stuff and I put it out. And so I'm going to keep releasing stuff under the name Shock the Monster. And then I, I've done some film score stuff and um, working on some like jingles and commercial stuff. So I'm. Kind of just jumping all over the place, and
0: you gotta stay busy in Hollywood. Otherwise, you'll get yeah. into fucking trouble.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, even when you are still being productive. I don't like to say stay busy, uh, productive. I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying to get away from that because, and that's not necessarily bad. Like, there's a good busy, but it's a productive busy. It's like I like to be productive. If I'm just busy. It's like I don't know what I'd be if I was busy. That's me like playing video games. It's like I am busy right now because yeah. i just playing video games, not getting anything done except relaxing. But when I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm working or I'm being productive. And it's like, but whatever.
0: No, no, I totally get that. <laughs> me, if you weren't here right now, I'd probably be like, I should be editing or playing Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> Just on Xbox Live. Like, fuck, I really, yeah. I have a show out in two days. A uh, couple more raids. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: uh, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's kind of all the music stuff. But um, Very cool. Any plans to tour
0: with any of them coming up?
1: Um yeah, you know, trying to trying to do a Merzik tour eventually. Um all everybody's really it's just all the bands are everybody's just really busy. <laughs> They're productive with a lot of other stuff. Kyle, my drummer, Kyle Cunningham, is in he just did an interview on a rock. I'm gonna say it wrong. I forgot which magazine it is, but it's a it's a rock website. And um they just did an interview on him from Nam. And uh he's he's in seven bands right now. Holy shit. I think three or four of them are all tributes he's got the night he's got pretty Ant machine which is our national thing he's got fast times which is all 80s like you know awesome i love it they just did um canyon club with like 500 people or something oh that's awesome on new year's and um he's uh he's in another band called mad life he's got neon coven so he's like he's all over the place i mean he's super you know whatever um and then uh Aces and in faster pussycat jacobs you know does writing and this and that and he's doing whatever so everybody's and then my other band guys are in san diego so it's just kind of like we plan it we see what can happen and we i work with everyone's lives and so that's why i like having the solo thing mostly because then i can just put stuff out at my own pace and
0: you know. well yeah and eventually when you want to go on the road hire some touring musicians mm-hmm. just go do your thing yeah
1: and you know it's i i love all the guys and it's like you know it's, you know obviously i don't want to play without them but if something does get booked it's pretty big it's like i'm sure they'd be like yeah yeah you know go, go. whoever can go just go and then it will be like a week or two i mean that happens all the time it's not a big deal oh yeah but they know that like they're always the guys in the band you know those are the guys i write with those are the, my, my homies so
0: and they're professional musicians they know the deal of like, course, of course if one of them went out with one of their other bands you're like okay go make the money
1: of course yeah. I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, it just becomes a job. It's a job, you know, it's like, it has to be, you can't, you can't be there then, you know, um, you just gotta do everything else until then. Struggles of the, uh, art and music world, you know, I mean, all the, all the arts, photography, art, music, you know, podcasting, like well, and, whatever. Yeah, but we all do a lot of stuff, we definitely. Just, you know, until I one know. of them really kicks in and
0: then you're and that's the thing. People then you're for- just busy doing that. <laughs> right? Right? And that's the thing people forget. Like, yeah. it's show business. Yeah. It's still fucking business. I don't know if you're aware. Like, I used to manage some bands and had a small label back in Chicago. Cool.
1: Yeah. I was going to ask about that.
0: You know, I loved my artists. Loved them to death. But a lot of times they didn't really grasp the business end of it. Like, right. hey, this is fucking business, guys. We got to fucking work at it. Yeah. You know, hey, I can book you a gig in New York next weekend. I haven't been able to line up anything else in the meantime but let's mm-hmm. just go. Yeah. Fucking from Chicago it's you no know, it's a day drive. Right. But some people don't have that hustle. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a lot man. I mean just like anything else you just but it's it's not like everything else because it it includes like anywhere from 3 to 4 to 5 to 6 drama queens and it's like being in and then when you have seven bands or four bands or three bands you multiply that by whatever. This you have all these personalities and relationships that we all are just like uh it's like we're all in a gnarly relationship so that's why I, and no one gets to fuck i, I know yeah don't want to don't, <laughs> don't want to go there
0: <laughs> no no there's a bad history with bands that do fuck what fl- yeah it was Mac- business
1: with pleasure i mean you're stuck in a van you get in a fight the previous night or whatever and you're like oh that was a bad idea you get wait, wait and you just the most awkward thing you could ever imagine i have fortunately never been there because i never really had a girl in the band i've grown in the band now. But she's you know we're we're buds so whatever yeah that's yeah I mean it's I mean it's it's I'm just I'm a million times over in a bunch of different bands and whatever and I mean not even that it's just like the girls the girlfriends that go on tour with other bands and like you know anything you can imagine happens it's just it's just a it's
0: so what do you very, think about the, like the girlfriends that go on tour with the bands
1: like uh, it's uh, honestly it's it's better that they don't it's usually better that everyone can agree and that's just not. Nothing against them. Nothing against women, obviously, because we all love women. You know, it's
0: one hundred percent. It's just
1: that the girlfriend of a guy in the band, it's just gonna cause usually just causes issues, and it could be anything, you know.
0: Well, yeah, you can so so run into usually, the un- you say no unfortunate situation of you and your you know bandmate get along great. You and your bandmate's girlfriend don't. Right, and then who's your bandmate going to side with?
1: Mm-hmm. And vice versa. I mean, it's not just a, a, you know. i don't want to be sexist. It's like if there's a, a all girl band or two girls and two guys, it's like don't bring your boyfriends. You know, don't right. just just go on the tour, go to work, Skype them, have them fly out for a show if you're gone that long, whatever, or for for a week, or you just you don't just say, oh, I'm leaving with you guys and we're going on month to run, and you're just because it's like, you know. I don't know. You're just adding I one I mean, more some probably work. I, I know that some of it works. Some people it works, but it just depends. I think when you're on a on a, a way larger level and you have like a bigger tour van and whatever, then you can really be more isolated. It's about being more isolated with your, you know, a significant other, uh, you know, I think that would probably work better. But if you're in a 12 passenger van with, a, you know, one guy brought his girlfriend and it's just like, you know, it's like Spinal Tap. It's like, yeah. Oh, look, she's going to be like making our, our costumes now and like you're going to be a lion you know, these are astrological signs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm trying to get into good voiceovers, actually. Uh, you know anybody? Uh-huh, I might actually. <laughs> should. Let me know. Well, I, just, I just thought about that. That's actually something I really, really want. Any hey, anybody that's out there, I, I got some voices. I know everyone says they got voices, but, like, I've been manipulating my voice since I've been 16. And uh, I like to try and do, you know, get out of the box and do all sorts of weird stuff. But anyway, I'm trying to get into that because um, I love being in the microphone. I love singing. Um, I actually have this microphone right here that you have, that you've given me. I have the same one.
0: I just got it. I love it. It's a great mic.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I you know, love to get into voiceover stuff, you know,
0: like family guy, you know, fun cartoons, shit like Chris,
1: that. where's the paper? <laughs> mm. Where's the on paper, boy? Oh, where's the paper? Go get get <laughs> It's fucking good. You know, stuff like that. Very cool. Yeah. Accents and all that junk. It's fun.
0: I want to just segue a little bit. Yeah, sure. So I have never fucking been to NAM because it's every it happens when AVN happens, so I never get to fucking go. Yep. What the fuck is NAM about?
1: NAM's the as far as I know, I probably I might be wrong. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it's the biggest music convention in the world, uh, definitely in the U.S. I think. Um, but I could be wrong, so don't get mad at me if I said that wrong. I actually should look that up, but it's 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 a huge music convention it's in uh it's in Anaheim. Uh it's like four or five days worth, but people were there even earlier and, and later cuz they got to set up, they got to break down. There's parties, there's shows, there's you know all around Anaheim and a- even in LA like it's just a gnarly like week or week and a half worth of just like all everything music. And so all the new prod just getting convention new, new products. Um you know all all the rock stars are there signing autographs, you know meet and greets, you know representing the products and the brands and and uh it's all, uh, uh, you know, there's people that go just to, just to see, you know, whatever. It's turned into like a, it's not just a convention, you know, it has, way back in the day, think when a convention was like, okay, it's a convention so that they can do business. Now it's just this, like, anyone can, like, figure out how to go and they're just, like, wandering around taking photos and, like, you know, it's like, it's like Comic-Con, but for music and it's, you know, I don't know, it's a good time. It's great for networking if you're, you know, in music, you're trying to get deeper into music or, you know, meet people and do whatever and, um you know just go network have a good time party see what happens i met one of my coolest contacts actually i needed to i need to find the guy i think i lost his card oh no but uh it was rad i was I'd not, some, i not something this year i kind of went for my brother mostly and just excuse me um i went to just uh like allow the universe to kind of like you know just see who i meet and cuz i didn't have anything specific i was just like i just want to go party have a good time watch my brother's band perform twice which I was super awesome and proud of him Cause uh, they got great exposure. Their band's called Forkroot. Check them out. They're like Celtic, acoustic. Um, uh, we'll get into that. I got two brothers. And they all, we all play music, so we can get into that later, also. But um, he, uh, whatever, he was playing, and I was saying uh, while they were setting up one of the days uh, in the little stage there. I went in, in the basement uh, floor where they have all their like acoustic, like mandolins and um, you know lutes and like all these weird instruments and stuff. And I was wandering around, whatever, and I go to the corner and I stop. At this guy, and he's got, like, all these clocks. Uh, and uh, Well, they're instruments that are converted into, like, lamps and clocks. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. And he's like, hey, man, how's it going? I was like, hey. And then out front of his booth, he had, and you'll appreciate this, he had a, an open guitar case with, like, the martini shaker and glasses and all that and a bottle of Jameson. And I was like, so is Jameson real or is that just for display? He's like, why don't you open it up and find out? And I was like, sweet. And he's like, yeah, here, use a shot glass. So I gave him a shot of Jameson. And I was like, your stuff is awesome, you know, whatever. He's like, oh, cool. Thanks, man. So, you know, he puts, like, rock star, like, images on the, whatever. And he had this lamp that was made out of piano keys and, like, whatever. And I was like, oh, I was like, I love art. I do art. I do some, you know, some fine art stuff. I dabble in that and I airbrush. And this." he's like, oh, my God, I've been looking for somebody to kind of help me out with, you know, getting the images on the guitars and, like, this and I was like, dude, I know how to do all that stuff. And he's like, wow, take my card. He's like, I'll just send you instruments. And then I'll tell you what to put on. And I was like, hell yeah, this is great. That's fucking just awesome. getting instruments in the mail. And it's okay if they like break a little bit because it's just going to be a thing. It's just a, a display piece. It doesn't have to work. Yeah. Right. So I was like, wow, that's really cool. So I need, actually, I just remind me, I need to hit the guy up. But um, anyway, that was really cool, you know, connection. Something about Nam that I didn't think was going to happen and uh, ended up being something that could be cool and lucrative and whatever, you know.
0: So Yet another, yeah. you know, thing to occupy your time. And yeah, just to be busy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> busy with stuff. Hey, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's better to be busy than just like yeah. fucking having your dick in your hand, just like. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And so I know that you know, uh, I know AVN is actually the same time as Nam. So I've never been to that because yeah. I'm always in the music one, and it's like my, all my buddies are always like, "Oh no, I'm at AVN." I was like, "Oh no, I'm at Nam." So you know, I've never been to that. So. I don't know what's, what's, uh, I'm sure it's all you talk about on this. Some, not all you talk about, but
0: it it comes up a bit. You
1: know, I don't really know. I mean, I could assume I know what's going on. I got a buddy that always is is filming on his Instagram. So (laughs) I can assume it's only, uh, you know, chaotic
0: as well. It's a little chaotic. It is definitely changed over the years. When I first started going, it was much more of a business to business convention. Right, man. Like it used to be in the Sands Convention Center fans were an afterthought we had an industry only day the first day of the show mm. and now fans get access whole fucking show wow they get crazy vip packages there are official sweet parties that you can buy vip tickets to wow well money talks i guess right
1: yeah, yeah. well they like lo- everyone loves the money it's like oh well if they're gonna pay for it then
0: well i think it's like two grand for the fucking weekend if you do a full vip package wow like Hey man, if you want to come to party with us that hard, feel free. Yeah, I mean the the real sweet parties aren't aren't official ones. Yeah, right. <laughs> those like the official ones are cool. Like it's rad being in like some really baller ass suite in the Hard Rock. Right. Like ooh, open bar, mm-hmm. socializing. <laughs> Nothing gets too crazy at those. But yeah. other people's suites. Eh, right fucking weird orgies happen shit like that <laughs> yeah i bet it's a fun show ah this year uh, this is as uh, i've talked about a little bit on here already but this is honestly my most low-key avn yeah because i was sick for half of it mm. it's fucking miserable like i couldn't yeah, sex normally i'm the guy at the circle bar till fucking five o'clock in the morning right yeah that's my favorite bar <laughs> <laughs> and then like i'll go nap for three hours and be right back at it mm. this year is like by two, I'm like, I'm calling it a night. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: the, everybody, I was saying earlier uh, on the porch there with you, the, um, you know, when people get sick at NAM, just call it because everybody's in convention and they're just sick and germs everywhere and everybody's playing instruments and not washing their hands. It's just like, wah. Yeah. So you got to carry, you know, hand sanitizer, do that, do it, then do it again. And then, you know, now I'm not going to wear a mask around, but you just got to load up on stuff because it's pretty bad.
0: You just got to make the mask part of your costume first. So there you yeah. just be like, I'm I'm on I'm in my stage costume. Yeah, that it's works. Mask, fucking This is part of my costume now. Just get one of those old like you know, get one of those old school plague masks things with like the beak. Yeah. Just rock that at NAMM.
1: That's actually that that's on my Merzik record cover. I have, I'm, I'm headbanging on a toy piano. My hair is like whatever. And um I have this uh one of my buddies was dressed up and we photoshopped him to have a plague mask on. He's like you know, all creepy behind me, kinda of like the spirit. But it's got this plague mask
0: it's a very like old Renaissance
1: like feel to it, you know. And um Yeah, I don't know. There's your solution <laughs>
0: for Nam next year. Just to, like yeah. rock the plague mask. Yeah. It's creepy. Definitely. Maybe one of these just all ditch AVN and go to NAM instead. You should.
1: Well, I mean you could I mean technically you could do both. If you just you do like you know, maybe do one day in NAM. You don't need a, like you really don't need four days in NAM. So you go for like one day in Nam. And then just jump the car and or, or to take a flight and shoot over Vegas, you know, do the rest. Could do that. Or do two and two or whatever. It's, it's definitely possible. I think a lot of people can do it. A lot of people know. do do
0: it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those things like, I feel like Wednesday, Thursday at AVN are really the best party nights because it's before like people have been too thrashed for too many mm-hmm. days yeah. and they can really just tear it up. But Saturday night's the award show. Yeah. And then, like, the crazy official after parties are post award show where everyone's like, I got my AVN. <laughs> Look at this shit. <laughs> so it's like, where do I fit NAM into that? Do I go to NAM? Like, because is NAM going like Monday, Tuesday that week? Um, no, I think it ends on Sunday. Well, I mean,
1: like, leading into it. Oh, leading, uh, leading into it. No, I think, well, I don't know. I think it just goes from like Thursday to Sunday or something.
0: Motherfucker. Same time as, exact same time as ABN. Right.
1: So, uh, you know, it's like maybe you do NAM Thursday, because like, it's like the first day. Like, cool, and go see all the stuff, whatever, and then just fly out on Friday so you can do Vegas the rest of the weekend. <laughs> right. Cause like, it's, or, it's, you know, Thursday, Friday, and then you do Saturday night, big time in Vegas, Sunday, relax, whatever. I don't know. You'll figure it out.
0: I'll figure it out one of these years. Yeah. I think it's pretty boring for everybody to. Talking about scheduling and stuff <laughs> True, true They're like Cool guys Talk about two conventions That we're never gonna go to Yeah
1: <laughs> A lot of people uh, Live in, uh, all, all over the world Listening
0: All over the world Just go not team. in the industries Yeah Cool People that you know have real jobs Hello people Listening to us at work Thank you for listening We're in Hollywood We're in Hollywood We're Hollywood douchebags What are we drinking? Oh we're drinking sponsored ghost tequila Of course
1: Oh wow well. My first time with this too. It was great What makes it what, what, are
0: they, what, what is it What
1: makes it ghost
0: Well as the audience hears Every fucking episode Before we start <laughs> It's ghost pepper infused Oh wow It's not bad thanks I'm glad the, we're doing mid rolls today Thanks for the margarita Cheers I don't know how the show goes but I love when my guests Don't listen to it <laughs> I just haven't listened yet It's all good It's all good this like,
1: fr- Yeah This is all new for me so I'll start
0: listening Got all the bands going you got Nam coming up. Oh uh, no, no, Nam, Nam happened. Sorry. Nam happened. Yeah, I've been drinking. Come on, <laughs> and now we'll drink. You got these shows coming up. What else is going on with you? Like, just all this fucking music, all creating all this shit.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, well, music, and then um, the other side of my life, I guess you'd say, is um, uh, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. So I'm I'm doing a lot of art. I've been doing art for a while. Um and I love art. It's actually just kind of like, it's always just been like a therapy for me, whatever. And I've been doing all just sorts of different mediums and, you know, people are digging it, there's some buying it, whatever. And uh, I've been airbrushing a lot, getting into, like airbrush body painting. Uh, my buddy Hans have her just like a master and, um, he's been teaching me and, uh, you know, it's kind of cool to have that like master apprentice kind of thing going on. It's like a, just a one-on-one. He doesn't really teach many people as far as I know. So him and I have been, you know, working on some stuff together, did a mural the other day together. And, um so the art thing's always there. I've been doing graphic design since so been like eighteen. So I do logos and branding, collateral, all that stuff, and CD production and album artwork, and I mean anything. So and I was just in a gallery day really in San Diego, and I saw this rad, this big like print like a giglet, and but it wasn't a it was it was a what a giglet giglet is like a the it's a term for fine art reproduction on canvas. Okay. So that yeah, so they take a digital whatever, and then they. Print in a huge machine on a canvas, and there's a lot of different companies that do it. But um, uh, my dad's friend actually is, he invented his own inks, so I love the inks and um, that they, that they, uh, the way they do it. And so anyway, um, but I had this idea where I was like, oh wow, you know, like, just, I can do digital art first, you know, and then print it out on a canvas, and then you can add paint on top of it, and you you can really just do anything, you know. Like this guy had like crystals or diamond dust, they call it, it's, like glued on everywhere, and like it was just this rad like skulls everywhere and give a texture it and shit. he didn't paint anything he just because he's probably a digital guy right so he's like oh i'm just gonna do it like this and i'm gonna print it out then i'm gonna add stuff on top and it looked rad so that's I was like, fucking awesome yeah it was really cool so i don't know just always inspired by new art stuff and whatever just said it's, it's a different medium because I've, I've always been in the my head in the computer my eyes on the computer there's so many computers now so uh, what we do on the computer um spend so much time on them so I like to get away from that, get organic and, you know, paint, get my hands dirty and whatever. So anyways, that's kind of like the art world and stuff. And then, um, uh, I've, I just did my uh, second, uh, I have a couple of Buzzfeed videos that I was on. Which ones recently? Well, I got asked through a buddy, uh, Sebastian. He's, um, he's, a uh, impresario of, um, endless night vampire ball. So, um, kind of involved in this kind of like vampire, uh, culture and, Okay. it's real fun it's you know it's a cool thing it's not like going around sucking blood and all that whatever but oh
0: why not come on i don't know maybe sometimes so <laughs> <laughs> shit i don't even know where to start yeah tell me about the buzzfeed video then tell me about the vampire ball
1: okay so yeah the buzzfeed thing was um you know have been buddies with fashion for a little bit now and he's like hey do you want to go do this buzzfeed thing and i was like all right, well, what is it you know usually i'm kind of skeptical and stuff i was like well it's like going a date with, with a you know kind of a blind date with scroll and, and i was like all right, cool. I didn't, and I, you know, I don't actually. I really didn't. I knew who BuzzFeed is obviously, but I didn't. I never really like know what video I was watching that was up that was BuzzFeed or this or that. I don't know. I just didn't think it was that whatever. So I was like, sure, whatever, go do it. And so we went out. We were vlogging and we went to like date and whatever and hung out. Well, well, let's
0: slow it down. Let's let's yeah. hear the detail, the nitty gritty of the date. Uh,
1: well, we went to um, let's see. We started at the studio, did like a cool introduction, and then a little interview, and then. They sent us to the Museum of Death.
0: So who's the girl? Like oh, her it? name's
1: Salorm. Okay, super cool. Um, and uh, she got rad like uh, um, braided, like dread kind of thing going on with her hair. So uh, real gothy. Yeah, kind of, kind of gothy, whatever. Uh, well, not super gothy, but Well, I don't know. I don't know what you call the style. She's she's cool. She's cool. So they sent us to Museum of Death. Hot. And I haven't been there. Yeah, she's good looking for sure, definitely. And um, so yeah, I, you ever been to Museum of Death?
0: It's like two blocks from here. I really should go.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's really weird because I mean I, I get it. Like it's got like it's it, there's something about all that that's interesting and intriguing to a human and whatever. But like once you get in there, you're just like this is really messed up that they just they kind of just like I don't know. I mean they they have all these collectibles from like serial killers and people that people that are really bad, like actual really bad people and the guys are all excited about it and it's like i don't know there's something and i'm not talking down to them because it's their business and everything and it was right. it was very interesting and there was some cool stuff that, they have a cool thing about anatomy table and all this or whatever but uh it, you know it was it, it you know made me a little like queasy and stuff because in there it was like this is really messed up shit the people that actually did this stuff and, like i mean the photos are stuff you can't even find on, on the internet oh that's fucking gnarly Yeah, it's how'd she react to it she likes that stuff <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, she, uh, same thing that I think she was, you know, a little, some of it was a little wacky. They have a whole thing on Gigi Allen and, uh, whatever. So, there's a lot of, it was interesting. So, we left there. They wouldn't let us film. So, we just kind of outside and then outside again and then walked down Hollywood. And then, um, we went to, uh, have some dinner at this Italian place. And, uh, dinner was nice. And then, um, but you know, it's, it's kind of a, it's, it was, it was like fun. I'm a, kind of a goofball, you know? So, when you watch it, you'll see it's, it's some funny parts in there. And, and um, and then after, uh, ended up on the rooftop, BuzzFeed, had a glass of wine. And then uh, they, so they really dug it, and it actually did really well. And I was like, Oh crap, it's got, like, you know, 50,000 views in one day kind of thing on YouTube. And then got up to, like, 700,000, and then, you know, within a couple of weeks, and they're like, you know, you want to come back and do another one? Let's get her fangs made. So Sebastian and I was like, oh, hey, you want to be in the next video? They want us to come back. Like, why don't we and We make her uh, let's get her fangs made. He's like, yeah, that sounds a great idea. So in the second one, she gets her fangs made, and I'm playing a little guitar and hanging out. I wasn't I wasn't doing as much that time because it was kind of more between him and her. And uh, but it's cool. It's like and, it, and we talked about he talked more about the vampire culture and basically get your fangs made, become a, a saber tooth or whatever whoever your fangsmith is. And it's rad. He's I mean, he sculpts them right there, and you know, it's super like cool process he does, and, and you know, it's it's fun. You, you, you know whatever, and you become part of this like culture where. Then every year, at least in LA, I mean they do it everywhere. There's uh, there's New Orleans, there's Texas, there's New York, Austria, um, I think France, like all over the place, right? And um, so this year is, is on the 23rd, I think, down at the Globe Theater, and it's a huge Vampire Ball, and I'm DJing that for an hour. One of the um, for I'm blocked out for an hour. Very cool. So. Um yeah, you can dress all and I think actually was my favorite this theme this year is eighties vampire, so the Lost Boys. Lost Boys are gonna soup well, no so what um okay, I I'm so bad I, I forgot his name, but the Cry Little Sister, he's gonna be The guy that wrote the song is gonna be oh, the shit. I think he's gonna come out and sing. So
0: So what you're saying is I shouldn't get dressed as one of the frog brothers?
1: Yeah. You can do it everyone, I think. Yeah As long as you don't come in like what he says, black shirt and blue jeans or whatever. And just like a goth kid, you dress up a little bit, you know, it's a, it's a ball. So you want to come, Even you know, black tuxedo or, or like, you know, something they, they like when you do like the old school vamp, like the real, like regal. Victorian era. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Cause then it's real fun and you get your fangs and like the whole thing. And it's, you know, there's people, there's vendors, they're selling stuff and there's, there's a belly dancer and then DJs and there's a basement where they think they're doing like some BDSM stuff and whatever. And so I don't know, it's it's really fun. It's the first one was last year and there was like 600 something people were there. And Holy shit. I, I DJed that one also and sang, performed with Rochelle, did a piano thing and it was, it was a really good time. And, um, you know, it's just another cool, you know, for LA, especially like all the darker gothy people that love all that culture and uh style. It's a cool thing for everybody to come out to and, you know, be a part of. And, uh, it's really not that pricey for that type of a thing. I, I don't know how much tickets are, but just go to endless night. Uh, I think dot com, or just, you know, look up, um the vampire ball in los angeles and you'll check it out but
0: definitely grab, have to check grab, that out grab a lady grab a guy and
1: you know come out man grab two grab two whatever you're gonna do
0: so your buzzfeed date you ever uh mm-hmm. date her off camera or did
1: not have the connection no we you know we just become pretty cool friends and um you know it's i guess it's kind of the way it, it goes sometimes just chemistry thing which is super cool and um it's turned more into like this, this fun thing. Now they're going to be at the vampire at the vampire ball. So, um, yeah, I think, but we're going to do a third Buzzfeed shoot there. Um, so should be kind of cool, you know, show everybody the,
0: the vampire life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, uh, come check it out, you know,
0: very cool. Very cool.
1: But uh, other than that, um, possible, I uh, got a couple possible things actually from that, that might be happening. Um, just cause it've been contacted by, was, you know, it was out there a little bit of exposure. So, I don't want to say any more than that, but you know, could be some cool stuff coming up with some other things. So very cool. Maybe I'll
0: come back on later after after, after all that shit comes after, through. Whatever. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you don't want to put it out into the world till yeah, it's yeah. signed, the inks yeah. dry. Yeah, yeah. You know, I understand how it goes in Hollywood. Like you totally. can't just fucking put things out there. Yeah. Not until it's actually fucking happening. Because yeah, without fail, you're like, oh yeah, I had totally booked this shit, and yeah. then all of a sudden, like, yo yeah, man. I thought you booked that. <laughs> I thought you booked that, dude. <laughs> uh, nope. No, no. They, they went with someone else. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how it is in this fucking town. That's just how it is, man. Don't believe it until you see it on a fucking screen. Yep. Hell, how many people out there have been booked for pilots and then, like, recast when the show got picked up? Yep. That shit fucking happens. That's what it is. That's what it is. But where else would you rather be in the world?
1: I actually really like it here. Um, but I've only lived here for four years. But, uh, to be fair, I've been in San Diego my whole life before that. But I've been tour. I've, I mean, I've toured all over the world doing different things and different companies and entertainment companies and this and that. Um, and uh, But, I I mean, I've been back and forth to L.A. for so long when I was younger. So it's just like, I don't want to live there, you know? Like, it was just already enough, just going through traffic and this and that. But then I just got to a point, you know, four years ago, I was just like, I want to... Um, I think I'm just going to live there for a while because I want kind of got a little bored, not bored, but like just need to change the scenery, you know? And so, uh,
0: you can only go down to Tijuana and get weird so many times. I know it's dangerous down there too.
1: I mean, it's more dangerous than anything else going over that border, but, um, you got any interesting TJ stories? Oh man, you know, I never really did TJ much. We always did like Rosarito and Sonata. I mean, you drive through there, but we always were like, let's just keep going. And we would go to Rosarito, you know, you know, I, since I was a kid, I was going down there, Cabo, a couple of times fishing. Uh, there was a cool Cabo story. Uh, it was my dad and, uh, and my best friend and his dad, and we they in Cabo they they have these pontoon boats, and it's it's like a really big like you know big kind of front end and just got like plastic seats or whatever, and they get the motor and they just push it from the sand right into the water, and there's usually only like one wave because it's shore break, right? one or two, maybe two waves, but it's not like the oceans out here. they just cute waves coming constantly. It's just like one wave and then it's like, whew, okay, go. And then push the boat out, crank the motor, drop the motor in. And so we all got in, we had beers and tequila and like food and all this. We we're going half day fishing for Sierra and Bonita and like, oh, all this, so much fun, right? Super early in the morning. So we're all in the boat. And um, the, uh, the, the the fisherman dudes, you know, they're pushing the boat, and we all get in, and, and it goes... And then, it like, when it comes down, it, like, kind of came at an angle, and we all, like, kind of flopped around. And one of the seat things popped up, and it's really heavy, like, plastic that you kind of lift off, and you can put stuff underneath it. And it flew off and cut my leg. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit. And, and, and like, you're in Mexico, and we just got on the water for six hours or whatever, half the day, and my legs cut. And so... We're just like fucking rat, and you know, my dad's like, "I got an idea." So he just takes the bottle of tequila and sort of pours it all over my leg. And I think that's the day that I realized how much I love tequila because it entered my bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> but we caught radfish. I was fine, and you know, obviously, it wasn't a big deal. But
0: oh, I, I thought you just had a really good prosthetic. Yeah, right. Oh, you were like, my that's one real pirate." I said it got me leg.
1: Like. But, um, you know, we were, the rest of the day was great. We caught, all, and then we bring the fish back to Sierra. And as soon as we get back, they flay the whole thing, bring it back to the hotel. They made, they made ceviche right there with the fish. It was, like, the freshest thing I ever had. It was the best thing I've ever had in my life. And um, so, anyway, I just, it's, I think it's a little, a little safer now, a little better, or whatever. I don't know how it is now. I haven't been in a while, but, um, you know, it's always been, been cool, you know. Um, great culture down there. I went to Mexico City once, too, when I was doing a EDC. Uh, Electric Daisy Carnival tour, and we did Mexico City, and then the pyramids. The, t- I, I always say it wrong, but like Teotihuacan, I think it's called, or yeah, I, something like that. It's pretty close. Your guess is better than mine. Yeah, it's a crazy word, but uh, that's where the Aztecs were. There's a lot of sacrifice and all that, and um, but we went to uh, we got to visit there, and then we went to this agave, uh, like where they where they're cutting agave, they're making tequila, and so we're sampling some of it. it. was pretty rad, and then we went. This guy was sculpting marble just covered in like dust and he was just sitting there sculpting onyx and marble and like all these statues it was, it was, it was really cool i it mean it's great culture you know when you really get deep into it down there um
0: it's uh it's pretty pretty rad that's fucking awesome i've yeah. i can go oh. on tangents all day about all sorts of stuff <laughs> it's good it's good because that's what we do here cool. we tangent, tangent 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 especially when i start drinking right i've only ever been to tj i need to see more of mexico yeah it's awesome i had a lot There's of fun a fun lot in TJ. of
1: cool stuff down there yeah
0: a lot of fun but I, I do got to see more of it yeah
1: yeah i i it it gets i mean you know it's a sensitive subject it's you know it's got a lot of bad it's got i mean we get bad rap too like every, i think everybody everywhere, everywhere gets some sort of rap or whatever but in mexico is like you know it's it can be pretty dangerous obviously and it has its thing with that you know it's i wish it could be everything could be such a i you know i'm one of those guys i wish the world was peaceful you know everywhere and like it was just like cuz there's so much beauty down there and like some people are afraid to go down there and there's, you know, other countries, too. Like, I mean, South America alone is fucking crazy. Like, I was watching this documentary on the 72 most dangerous animals in South America. I was like, I don't ever want to go there again. So I went to Brazil, and I was like, dude, the jungles there have some gnarly snakes and, like, just the crazy stuff. And I was like, dude, I'm not going there. So does Australia.
0: But the way, <laughs> oh, I look course, at, yeah. the way I look at it is...
1: Can't be afraid, man.
0: Well, you can't be afraid. And go. people fucking live there. I know. Yo, these people... Places still have populations. Yeah. If it was really that dangerous, no one would fucking live there. Yeah.
1: You know, you just got to know. You got just got to be aware. Yeah, and, and you always carry snake antidote, I guess, because.
0: Just be aware. Be aware of your yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. And if it happens, it happens. Hell, you're much more likely to die in a car accident. Oh, totally. In L.A. for sure. Anywhere. L.A. fucking.
1: <laughs> mostly L.A. Mostly L.A. Dude, China. <sighs> I was there for two weeks once. What part? Uh, Guangzhou in Shanghai, and I was uh, helping this guy um, design a luggage line, and um, I, we were at the malls they call them, and they're like we're really looking at you know buttons and zippers and fabrics and like all this stuff you know to put together this luggage line. and Meanwhile, we're eating the craziest food, like rad stuff. I was actually more healthy than I ever been because everything was like. Really good, like greens and a lot of soup. Everything's hot. They don't have ice and anything.
0: Well, yeah, the it's water get you tea.
1: sick. Well, that too. But it was like hot tea, hot almond milk in the morning, hot coffee. You know, always tea. It's just always tea, right? So it's boiled, and and then um, uh, a lot of soup, garlic, like you know, all these, you know, whatever. Food was great, but I mean, it, it's just it's literally a, the epitome of organized chaos because the way they're driving and like just. Like they just missed each other, miss each other everywhere at every turn. And, um, the, uh, the, we were, we had to, we were in a bit for business. So we had this meeting and this lady had like picked us up or something and she was like, you know, a little older, like maybe in her fifties and she was all alone in the front seat of this big black Benz and him and I are in the back. And like, did she just, I mean, you think that maybe out there the driving would be like, you know, whatever. But it was, Oh my God. Like I, I thought we thought we were going to die. Because she's like, r- r- like oh shit! She's not that good. It was, it was bad. Oh, I've heard that situation.
0: Heard. I have a buddy who was um, a VP in Shenzhen. I'm horribly mispronouncing it for like three, four years, and he would just tell wild traffic stories. Yeah. And if you get a ticket for whatever reason, there's locals that will wait outside the courthouse who will take the rap for you. Yeah. You just pay them, and they'll go take the ticket for you. Yeah. It's snarly. A communist country, but hyper capitalism on ground level. Wow like everything's for haggle everything is. Mm-hmm. anything goes yeah one of my other buddies just, uh, described it as misdemeanors are free felonies will get you really fucked though
1: yeah yeah we had to really like make sure everything you know what i mean just walking around was you know, i don't know it's just but i love it. i mean it's it's so rad to see so many different you know i mean i've been to a lot of places and uh you know, it's 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 always interesting to see another culture. You don't realize until you start traveling a lot. You're like, man, this world is cr- like, there's so much stuff going on.
0: So, where are your favorite places? Where, where's if you could go back to anywhere, where would it be?
1: Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is Italy because I'm Italian, and when I when my family's Italian, when I when we went there when I was younger, um, what to, part? I uh, went to Rome, and then uh, the Amalfi Coast, Sorrento, Ravello. Drove down the Amalfi Coast a little bit. Um, and then we went to my a town with my, which was my last name is Montemarano, and uh, it's up in like a little mountain town. No, excuse me. And um, it was such a trip because you know my whole life no one said our last name right Montemarano, no, Montemarano, like nobody can say right because it's you know it's, it's a long name. Kindergarten sucked for me, so. <laughs> uh when when we got there we 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 found it was like sleep was like siesta time or whatever and everyone was just like no one was in the town it was a cobblestone street there's like all these cool lights and like all these like old you know uh houses and apartments or whatever you want to call them and uh there was no one there like everyone was taking naps or relaxing whatever because then they come back at night whatever but we found a cop uh, the police or whatever, and and we were trying to talk to him at the time. I, you know, no one knew how to talk, speak English because we we're just, you know, I was born, and raised in America, and I never had the time to do it. And um, nobody just talked to him, you know. And anyway, but we were showing him our IDs and showing him the last name. Oh, you're Montemayano, and we're like, holy crap, this guy can say your last name so well. I've never heard it said that well. So it was <laughs> that was refreshing. And um but we were trying to ask him like what to do, where to go. It's just like he spoke nothing, no English, and we didn't speak any Italian, so it was like ugh, it was really hard to figure out where to go. We ended up having a little dinner with a family, which is cool. They like brought us in. They're like, oh, you want to, you know, have some pot? So there's just all these like courses, and we're like, oh my god, we were so full. They kept bringing out trays of pasta, and we, my dad bought a bottle of wine from there, which is it wasn't that great, but it was just we just hung on to it because. It was from the town, you know, they made their own wine. There's no label. And so that was really uh, a trip, you know, really cool to see. But Rome was amazing. Um, You know, the streets at night. I actually got food poisoning the first time. I was, was, as soon as we got there, uh, or I might have just been sick from like, it was probably food poisoning, but I I was just, I was so, when you got there, it was like a whole nother day. So I didn't sleep. So all through the next day again, and then uh, middle of the night, woke up, you know, just sick for like the whole next day. They all went to the Coliseum. Without me. And um, I just had to stay there. And then the next next early morning, I woke up at like four and my dad couldn't sleep either. And so, but I was starting to feel better. And so we got up and we started walking alone the cobblestones, cobblestone, cobblestone uh, streets of Rome when everyone was passed out. So it was like just the two of us. And I started feeling better. You know, you start to feel better after you've been sick to your stomach. You almost get euphoric and you're like, oh my God. I can finally eat again and I start, I feel so much better. Like
0: you're like, Oh my god, I don't remember what it was like to feel better, but now I do. Dude, you take for granted like how
1: you just feel like right now I feel good, you know. Yeah. But like when you're bad you, you you're in pain, you know, you're never gonna be it's just the worst thing, but when you start to feel better. So not only was I was like finally right at that moment, but I was with my pops and we're in Rome, in Italy, walking in the middle, nobody in early morning, no one's there, and it was just this amazing experience, amazing feeling. And i always remember that. And uh, then later that day, we were walking, and then I finally got some, like, lemon gelato. And that was, like, oh, the best thing I could have ever imagined. And a piece of pizza finally. was finally eaten again. I was like, oh, my God, it feels so good. So it actually was pretty epic. It made it that much better. And then the rest of the trip, it was epic. You know, in the on the Malfi Coast, it was beautiful. We saw a wedding had just happened, an Italian wedding, which is, like, a big deal. And they had just gotten to this restaurant as, like, kind of hanging out and relaxing. We like, oh, my mom's like, oh, my God, it's a real Italian bride. And, like, because they just do it so gangster out there. Like, it's, it's a big deal. Like, you know, most cultures, like, actual in the actual country like out here everybody starts to do alternative stuff because it's america it's like yeah, we can do whatever we want we're going to the courthouse fuck yeah, this yeah i'm gonna go to the beach and whatever you know but out there it's like it's it's just gothic there's these churches and like they just it's so beautiful the way they do their ceremonies for a lot of stuff you know and then you you know very um very religious too you know the vatican and all that and uh, the water just comes out of the ground, out of these spigots, straight out of the ground, out of the, and it's just running constantly. So you just go and it's like fresh water and you're just like, that would never happen here. Like, where would you ever just like, oh look, it's LA and there's a wall with water coming out of it. I'm going to go drink that.
0: No. No. Nah. That's <laughs> so how you recommend die. Recommend
1: it, bro. But in Rome, it's like, it was the, like, no, everyone goes and it's like, it just comes out of these, it just comes out of the ground, like deep and it's cold and it's just so fresh you're like, this is, a, I want to live here forever. So so when we flew back, our layover was, was fast forwarding, when I, when we flew back, our layover was in Atlanta, Georgia. And we get, and I'm just like in this Rome mode, whatever, in Italy, and it just felt like I was at home, you know, because my bloodline is just from there. And, and I came back, and we right into Atlanta, Georgia, and it's just, we get off the airplane for layover, just this and that fried chicken. And I was like, oh my God, all we were eating was like, you know, clean food, clean pasta, clean wine, cheese, like all oh, this beautiful and then just get back and it's just this like, you know, we're just in America and it's just all the they're just fried this, fried that, and I'm like, oh my god, I feel sick. Like I, it was it was a kind of a culture shock and that was the first time i ever, like, really experienced culture shot Well, not really, Mexico, when I was young. And it's just, I don't know, the, the whole, I guess the whole point is just, you know, getting out and traveling is, like, it's good for, if you can, you know, if you can just save a little bit, get out, go here, go there, or if work takes you, if you're lucky enough. I've been lucky enough to, a lot of jobs have taken me around. And, you know, it's good to see that because it, it opens up your mind to things and people. And, like, you know, I think the, the world needs that. The country needs that, you know.
0: 100%. It's so fucked up that, only 30% of Americans even have passports. Mm. And only 10% of that, 30% even use them. Mm. For me, I try to do at least two international trips a year. Mm. I don't know where the fuck I'm going to go this year. Yeah, I I want to go back to Japan. Yeah, I haven't been there. That sounds awesome. Tokyo is my happy place. Yeah, I bet.
1: It is. I like the green tea Kit because a lot of people don't like those,
0: but I love them. <laughs> oh, there's so much... It's so so much, much rad candy there, rad food. Yeah. Oh, the sushi. Oh, the, the sushi. The ramen. Yeah. Oh,
1: every. Like, <laughs> seriously. Together. Let's go together.
0: I'm down. I'm down. Let's do it. My brother will want to go too. Oh, it, it is the best place. <laughs> and violent crime is just not a thing there. Yeah. I mean, I've sadly told this story on air a bunch of times, but I got annihilated one night, just annihilated, and passed out in a planter at a train station. Oh shit. I was out for probably about two hours off on, completely unmolested. <laughs> so disappointed. <laughs> so disappointed. Well, in America, why I would... not anyone molest me? <laughs> in America, I would have woke up with no shoes. Oh, that'd be worse than that. Yeah, well, I mean, that'd be... If I was lucky, it'd be like, no shoes, no cell phone, no wallet. That's why I, uh,
1: when I moved here, it's like, I just... I don't walk around without this thing. I, you ever walked from the Rainbow over here because we, yeah. we both lived we live on the street from you have you walked from the rainbow here at 3 a.m yeah yeah it's 5.1 miles yeah i've clocked it and i'll never walk it again without having a weapon on me <laughs> i see some i mean it's definitely not the worst obviously there's a lot worse areas trust me i you know i've also been in worse i've been favelas in brazil where you can't even leave your hotel because right next door is a favela like that's crazy too i mean even so you can hear the side the sirens right now um and it's, you know, it's, I mean, it sucks. It's just whatever. But that walk I've done just randomly. Yeah, you know, I was like, I'm not going to Uber. I'm just going to walk for a little bit, and then I'll Uber. It's like, nope, never Uber. Just walked all the way home. <laughs> I could almost <laughs> not walk anymore because I was wearing terrible boots. And I just, my legs were dead and whatever. But, man, the stuff you see and, like, just, like, anything jumping out from God knows where, you know. Oh, and, yeah. Um, you got to have your head on a fucking swivel. Dude. But I was, you know, when you're kind of drunk, you're like, whatever. I'm just going to walk see what happens. But, no. Yeah. I mean, I'll do it again, but like I said, I'd be, I'd be ready because I don't. You never know what's going to happen down here.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: But in a in a weird way, I I guess it's I don't want to say it's exciting. It's just that it's it's interesting to it's good for us to kind of you know some of us to you know to see you know what's going on you know like there's some things that you can help people with you know or whatever and like I like to help people whatever I can and um you know it's it's good to know you know to be just. To, to be informed or just to know that like you know life is happening. different types of life is happening in different places and, <laughs> and it's not all good you know definitely not a lot of it's not that great and so i don't know i don't know i'm always i'm always trying to like figure out how to you know help the world out a little bit and, but you know
0: <laughs> i'm doing start. my part i'm not breeding there you go i feel that'll help the world quite a bit <laughs> yeah we don't need another one of you fuck no <laughs> don't need another one of me really we don't need more fucking people there's enough fucking people on the planet. There's a lot of people. Though I, I'm not sure it's factual. I just saw something on the internet that said America is falling under the reproduction rate to replace you know, the people that they are dying. Mm-hmm. So, cool. <laughs> I don't know. As long as we don't fall to Japan levels. Like, Japan is having such a reproduction problem that their, their de- uh, population is flat out declining. Whoa, that's crazy. Well, because that is like the ultimate work hard play hard culture, but it's mostly work hard, right? Like I went unmolested in a transition drunk because that's a fairly common occurrence in Japan. Like oh, wow. people just, just get
1: that annihilated like
0: people work their 12, 14 hour day and then they'll go to the bar and just get trashed, mm-hmm. sleep on the train and then go back to work. Oh. oh my God.
1: I mean, I've done that. I've, I've, I used to work on movie sets and elect in an electric you ever worked electric on a on a TV or film set? I have not. Do You know what four OT is? Four OT is the cables that run from the Jenny from the generator to the lunch boxes. Sorry, the distro box, which is bigger than the lunch box. Which then the lunch box you plug in your like iPhone or whatever or your 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 whatever. So there's four OT is these huge cables and they're really heavy. Once you wind them up, and you got to. And you have to rush sometimes. So I'm like, all right, we need all
0: four out. We need to run it like
1: this. So you go from the Jenny around a house or like wherever you're on set. It's the worst because then you got to run it. It's got to be real clean. All five, I think it's all five. It's been a while. There's the ground and the red, white, blue, whatever. And so they all got to be nice and flush, nice and clean. And you got to run them from the Jenny all the way over. And then you got to connect another one if you got it. And then finally get to the distro. Then distro, you take uh, uh, God, I want to call them zippers uh but i can't remember anyway they're green and black and then those go from there and basically you're taking all this power and you're bringing the power down finally to just like 120 watt so you're distributing the power which is pretty cool the process actually but those are really heavy and i would have one on each shoulder sometimes i when i was in best shape of my life i would have two of those things on each shoulder and walking as fast as i can which was not that fast to get these things to a location, drop them down, and then just like, oh, go get more. Like, oh my god. So, anyway, um, yeah. I don't. What was the point? Of, what were we talking about?
0: Work hard, play hard.
1: Yeah, right. So, well, yeah. So, fourteen-hour days. So, I mean, you're on a TV sets. So sometimes, it's like, oh, you got overtime. You got time and a half. You got double whatever and it would just keep going and you just like you're just red bulling it and like snacks and like you don't sleep but you get to get a nap you get like maybe a half an hour or an hour to like lay in the the, the gaff truck whatever and the grip truck and just just like just zone out for a second and wake up like oh i gotta do it again and you know you're, you're on set or whatever it's just like sometimes you don't stop and I've been there, you know, it's like, it's, it's brutal. And like, I mean, to just, to just go home and sleep or not even just pass out for drunk for a couple of hours and wake up and do it all over again. You know, I mean, that's, nobody should be
0: doing that. I mean, if
1: you have to, you have to. Seriously. Like, like, man. In their culture. You ain't
0: going to be around much They longer. have a fucking, <laughs> they have a term for working yourself to death that isn't like fucking insurance accepted cause of death. Wow. Like it yeah. translates to working yourself to death it's brutal i mean you know i've I've, I've been pretty close (laughs) i mean there's a reason that they are one of the world's largest fucking economies yeah yeah fucking tiny island just fucking killing it yeah because all they're just work 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 they don't got time to fuck Mm -mm. this is a shame because japanese women are fucking hot (laughs) they're pretty good looking well especially because at least in tokyo because i've never left tokyo i've been there twice Mm. And there's so much shit happening in Tokyo. I never made it out of the city limits, uh. but the height of women's fashion there is like all oh, these beautiful women, with like short skirts with, and either high boots or high socks. Mm-hmm. I love that fucking look. Yeah, fucking it's, love
1: it's, it. it. It has a professional uh, aspect to it, you know. And it it's interesting because it leaves you know out here, it's like girls just walk around in your yoga pants. And they know what they're doing. You know, they know that every guy is going to be looking at it. and Then they get angry when you you know, it's uh, uh, whatever, you know, I'm not saying, you know, I'm disappointed, but it's, you know, in it, in that, but like, it just, we know what you're doing, we get it, but don't be mad when some guy, hey, you know, nice pants or whatever, don't say that to me, it's like, well, then why'd you wear them, why are you wearing them around every day, like, we know you look good, like, whatever, it's like, I'm not walking around with a, a tight shirt with my my abs hanging out that I don't have.
0: <laughs> well, the, the, but okay, anyways,
1: the, sorry. No, no uh, the point on. of it is that it leaves a it leaves a mystery, and it leaves it like it's 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 clean, it's professional, or whatever. Like, and then and it, but the skirt thing, so you use a little bit of leg or whatever. Well, but, you, but the the boots or the
0: socks like accentuate the leg very well because mm-hmm. you know they're tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, I'm into I that. I don't know. I'm into it. Yeah. And <laughs> on the American, you know girls being upset about us dudes checking out their asses and shit. I understand, like, you don't want dudes just, like, rolling up on you, like, yo, girl, what up? Right, it's a little, yeah. It's, I mean,
1: you know, have some... Have, have some, some decor. Have some class and this yeah. and that, I get it, but, you know. But on the flip it's side... Just, it's just everywhere, you know.
0: I've seen articles on the internet, I don't know how reputable, but there are groups of women that also feel that a guy offering to buy a drink at a bar is... Harassment. Now?
1: Yeah. In like LA or America? Yeah. Jesus.
0: Like. Yeah, everybody's just like scared to do anything now. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it can't be that fucking extreme. Like. It's crazy. No. No one should be masturbating into a plant in front of you. <laughs> right. <laughs> but. I should be allowed to buy, offer to buy you a drink. Yeah. You should be allowed to say no. I should go have a good night. Right. That simple. Yeah,
1: don't. Yeah. Just. I, I don't know. I guess they're. Like, it's not every guy's, uh, every guy, you know? Like, it, maybe it's how they're doing it, too. Yeah, what's up, man? I buy you a drink. Whatever, like, if they're, well, you know, if it's not a class, if you do it, you know, maybe if you do it the right way, like, a James Bond would do it or, you know, have a little bit more class. Like, hi, hey, how's it going, you know?
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely like, yeah, a salt of, like,
1: don't, And don't say, like, I really love your ass or, like, I really love those tight pants you're wearing. Like, it's more like, you know, I love your shirt, your hair is cool, like, something more like, you know, yeah. The way it should be. You look nice The way it used to be. And it's like, you mind if I buy you a drink? Right. And what's your name? And if they're like, no, nah, I'm good, thanks. I'm like, all right, cool, no worries. Then you walk away. Just cut it. You know? Right. She
0: said no. And she says no. Exactly. And then other than that, like, you know. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. You ain't gonna get in trouble. Right. Guess, but, but It's still the idea of, like, someone, any percentage of people being, like, a dude just offering to buy you a drink is a- harassment. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. Once again, this isn't researched any way shape or form i saw it on some fucking feed i could be completely wrong here it's all good i'm not a scientist i'm not a doctor we've been drinking we've been drinking (laughs) it's just something to talk about but if that's really a fucking thing no wonder we're not procreating right like how are you gonna get laid if you're not gonna be like hey can i buy you a drink can i present you with something that show you that i can provide Mm -hmm. because that's really what it's boiling down to that's what offering to buy a drink buying dinner it's the psychological i am a good provider mm-hmm. i hunt mm-hmm. that's true
1: it is i mean I, we're <laughs> in a modern time but uh, you know there's every day there's an underlying theme of our primitive you know nature and um you know one way or another i'm out everything is very convenient now obviously but you know there, that's very true it's like you know you I mean, it's like, you know, if the cavemen actually did what they, if we still did the same thing, knock them over the head, grab them, and w- take them back to the cave. Like, that ain't, that's not, that's not where we're at anymore, obviously. No, obviously not. It's just like, it's way beyond, and so it's just like, I, you know, like, the way I've always been is like, hey, I was going, you know, what's your name? Um, or, you know, meet through a friend. I usually think that's, that's how I've usually met most of my, my ex-girlfriends or whatever is like through, um, you know, through a friend. It's like, hey, it's my friend oh good to meet you and, and then they feel you know more comfortable or whatever definitely and the same thing with me is like you know i've, I've a couple of crazy people once in a while and it's like i i i see how that you're just like holy man, it's very like i don't want to talk to you you know like i don't i don't want you to be in my, it's more of like a space thing i think because when it happens to you is you know and then it's like i get it like get out of my space if it's but if it's real gentle kind of like you know it's done the right way you're like they have, this is showing the class, you know, showing like. The well, it
0: family. also depends on how attractive you are too. Very pretty dudes can get away with some shit.
1: Well, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> you, you and I can get away. You can get, we get away with a lot. It's the beards. It's the beards. <laughs> Your beards are more epic than mine. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of short at the moment. <laughs> I was growing up. Mine's short too. I was a lot longer. I was a pirate man. Oh yeah. I used to be in a pirate man you should get those guys in it dude you should get the whole band in here those oh, guys shit. can drink
0: i'm down i'm down
1: yeah dread crew of oddwood they're on tour right now so it's a band and we started back in the day to jump back into music real quick i said you know, the tangents but the dread crew of oddwood and it was in 08 because so we just had our 10 year uh the anniversary or whatever that band but uh i'm not in anymore obviously but uh had a few years run with it but um i designed the logo i came up with half the name with uh, the drummer at the time and we all were writing music we did the first record all the record whatever and everyone's like what's a pirate band it's like well uh it was it was half of merzik and then half of this other band hellhound and we came together and they were playing renaissance fair and we were playing the same renaissance fair and then at the end we're like hey let's all get on stage and like sing a song together okay cool we did it and the crowd was crazy like Every, it was way louder because it's acoustic guitar. It was louder. It was more intense, whatever. And, uh, you know, it was, it was really fun and whatever. And so then we we're like, Oh, the light bulb went off. Let's start a band, start a pirate band. is so much fun. And then, so it, you know, it's like this, it's like Irish Celtic folk sea shanty stuff, you know, Just, you know, kind of like a little flogging Molly in there, a little drop kick Murphys in there. We did little covers here and there, but like we wrote a lot of original stuff. And, um, anyway, they're on tour right now still playing a lot of lineup changes has gone through um the years well yeah you got to
0: kick a couple of people off the boat <sighs>
1: totally I, sorry
0: i couldn't help myself on that make them walk the plank and yeah, shit.
1: Well, oh yeah we got a song called walk the plank of course but uh yeah a lot of drinking tunes and uh but they're in they're in uk right now playing with a band called ale storm not hail storm but ale storm because i know there's a band called hail storm and um just shout out to them you know hope they're all safe and stuff There's my buddies but you should have them on here I'm totally down. Those guys got a lot to talk about. They're hilarious too. Hilarious hard drinkers. Yeah.
0: That's my audience. That's, that's your, what my audience wants. That's your audience. So <laughs> I think we were before we sidetracked back into music. We we're hmm. still talking about the pitfalls of dating in Los Angeles. Oh, geez. Yeah. Pitfalls. Yeah, it's a little rough to in this town sometimes. Yeah, you know, I think just to kind of not to
1: go super deep into it because it's just kind of like anywhere else. Not anywhere else. Oh, it's definitely not like anywhere else. No, but like anywhere else. In, in to just to be fair, is just you know you go out, you meet people, whether the chemistry works or not. But that's just that one little thing out here. I think the biggest thing is that everyone is so, and it's not a bad thing necessarily, but everyone is so um, focused. I would say. I'm going to be real nice about it, but everyone's very focused on their thing, you know, because we, we are like, we can't, everyone that came here, I think is a lot of transports. Everyone's here to make something happen. Damn right. And so when you're focused on that, it's the other person's also focused on something. And, and and it's a lot of me, 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 which is, it's okay. Just call it the ego state. And, but there's a way to, you know, there's a way to still have some class while doing that. But you know, we all are all in a place or whatever. We're all crazy. Up here, but I don't know what here. you're talking about. Yeah, we're all here to try to do our thing, you know, and, and a lot of different things. And that's the beauty of it is because everyone is doing so much that it's like I, my personally, like I need all this stuff. That you see, I'm doing all these different things because I just can't do one thing. I've just never been that, you know. And so it's it's just it's a lot more going on, you know, for what I do. It's just to be a personal personally relate to what I, what is going on. And so then you take that into dating is just like it's it's tough cuz you just not only you're doing all this different stuff and a lot of it just you're focusing on yourself it's it's not fair even to try and focus on another person and everything they need also so i mean a lot of people do i mean i know a lot of my friends love boyfriends girlfriends you know everybody's together or, you know but there's a few of us that you know sometimes it's a lot harder and i don't know i just think it all it just uh, it all depends on the situation and who you are and you know what what do you actually have free time for what you have free time for and like you know and I've always been more about like fairness is like if I just know that I'm not going to be available then I just say it right off the bat is like you know that you know you're you're awesome and like you're great and, this and that. it's like I I just I don't feel like it's, it's gonna be fair because I you know I'm not available to, to mentally and emotionally available to really like get into something and so it's just like why go through all and then be like see i told you and it's yeah, like, like now why, i gotta do it the hard way why force someone to fucking she hit has you. to do it the hard way to me exactly and then yeah exactly and then it just gets you know and um i don't know and then it's also just i think just meeting you know the right person and it's all just a chemistry thing and um so i don't know you know that's kind of it i mean we have all these apps now and there's all that and whatever i mean Oh, that's yes. just playing hot or not on your phone. Like hot,
0: hot, 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 new, no, no.
1: Yeah. And that's actually turned into, it's turned into like a networking thing is a lot of people don't even use it. They just have it. They turn it on so that it's active, but they have all their social media links so that they don't have to do anything and people searching will be like, oh, 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 okay. And then they'll go follow, go follow, go follow. So it's actually not, in a, in a business sense, it, it could be good to build kind of a network or whatever. For you, it's like, same thing put it on put say hey check out my i'm not even say i'm not here for dating or whatever you just say i'm here for my podcast go check out my podcast <laughs> and so like oh that's cool and then you know i've seen another one that's actually kind of cool where people are like oh this is for
0: now we drink oh there you go oh yeah i'm already on that you know, know. it's yeah. my second picture on I all mean, my if, dating if promos. you didn't know then it's like come on give it the program so, well uh, i i did that for two reasons one of course i want to plug the show right two If you get involved with me and don't know what's going to horrible things are going to come out of my mouth on this show, Mm -hmm. that's not really fair to you. Right. I'd rather just be like, you should listen to this. (laughs) First. (laughs) First, before we waste each other's time. Like, yeah, I hang out with a bunch of porn stars. I drink quite a bit. Yeah. I make questionable choices all the time. (laughs) Is this what you want to introduce into your life? Yeah. If it is, maybe this is not where I want to be. Right.
1: Maybe it is. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I want to be here because you know I, I think that, and I think that's why we're here right now. It just happened. We're buddies. Well, yeah. Number
0: one, uh, I'm not trying to have sex with you. I'm sorry. <sighs> All right. Interview's over. Apparently. Sorry, um, hey, Tony. I've <laughs> been left the room. Uh, Tony, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me make you another drink.
1: But, um, you know, I know, I feel like you know your your listeners, um, your you know your audience, um probably digs art in one form or the other probably, oh, 100%. Digs, probably digs music one form or the other um and uh, entertainment and it's like you know we're in this is the entertainment capital Damn so right. for all the tenors and it's like let's just network and you know talk about entertainment and all forms of it and uh, you know it's funny if I, i've I, I, until right now because i i guess in a way you could kind of consider this porn because you're in the porn industry and i've been telling people so what do you do i'm like well i'm To make it really quick, elevator pitch, I'm in every aspect of the entertainment industry except for porn. But now I can say that I'm kind of in all of it in a way.
0: Kind of, kind of. Your dick hasn't come out on film. (laughs) I really can't. Not going to happen. I really can't say that you're in porn. Hey, maybe you'll be famous (laughs) enough and they'll sell a sex tape.
1: (laughs) But uh, no, that's kind of funny. I just thought about that. But, um, you know, it's... uh, I just think it's a great. I think it's a great city to uh, kind of do whatever you want to do. Oh, and no, it can work. One hundred percent. You know, well, that's what LA has always been. It's like, and it, it, you know, can work in your advantage. Can work in a disadvantage. It can bring you up. Can bring you down. Just like any other place. Well, it, everything has ups and downs. But for here, it's like this. This city, I think, is great for, like I said, anything in entertainment. Like anything that you're, if you're trying to do that, if you're trying to surf and be a surfer, you're not going to be here. You're going to be. In like Hawaii or Australia or San Diego or like in places with better surf spots, because I used to surf a lot. If you're going to do music, then maybe here, maybe New York, maybe Portland or whatever. I don't know. Nashville, this is like, what about art? Well, you can do art anywhere. But if you're in a city that's super popular, it's got all these
0: crazy people running around, whatever, then. Well, and that's the thing. That's the beautiful part about this thing is everyone is trying to do something here. Right. Nobody moves here to pay the fucking rent we paid just to be like, I'm in LA now. <laughs> okay, let me try this. Yeah. Let me pay thousands of dollars a month for a small apartment. Mhm. Well, what about New York? So, well, <sighs> I don't feel anyone moves to New York without a goal either. You know what a cigar is there? I don't even want to think about it.
1: I mean, I saw a pack of American spirits here for like not that I don't smoke much, but I just I always relate to cigarette because it's a kind of the the way it's everyone, is, everyone always, always talks about the cigarettes and here's like a, American spirits are like 11 or 13 dollars now, which is or it was like a newsstand. They're like 11 dollars. And then I was like, damn, especially she's like, you don't even want to know how it is it's in New York. And I was like, yeah, I always knew that it was more expensive. But if they're 11 here now. They got to be like almost 15 to 20 now. That's crazy.
0: When I smoke cigarettes, I remember being able to buy cartons for 20. It's nuts i'm I, I
1: think it's good though i don't i don't think smoking is that great i mean i know you like cigars i smoke cigars too but you know i i, I stop yeah, smoking I, I have a website
0: they, i order from and buy them by the box from north carolina are they better from there too i mean they're <laughs> they're generally nicaraguan or oh, like okay. you know south american or caribbean cigars i've been my my uh my
1: pops and i had a uh, arturo fuentes with the black the black gold and red label very nice <sighs>
0: Yeah. nice. I'll I'll show you the humidor. Pretty smooth. Yeah. When we when we get off air, but cool. Um, I buy them there because no California taxes, yo. Yeah. And they have auctions, so I get boxes like half off half the time. Oh, well, there you go. It's being smart. What about half off boxes of tequila? <laughs> oh well, my friends at Ghost thankfully just send me bottles for part of the sponsorship deal. Yeah.
1: I guess my only thing to ghost, actually, this is, it's great tequila. Because uh, I'm actually, I mean, that's all I drink, actually, is tequila. That's why when you asked me, I was like, yeah, I prefer ghost, for, or uh, tequila. Um,
0: you heard it here, folks. He prefers ghost. I do prefer ghost.
1: Um, my only thing to them, if they're listening, is that uh, um, please make one that's not ghost ch- uh, pepper. Just to have two, because um, I I I think that's great. It's just I, I can't do a lot of spicy stuff all the time, but I love tequila, love the label, love the branding because I do logos and stuff. Um, super rad, obviously the skull and the heart and all that, super dope. Um, and uh, but I'd love to try one that doesn't have so much spice, you know. And uh, and uh, man, I'll rip the crap out of it.
0: Well, I mean, but that's that's our whole brand. <laughs> I branding. One of those hats
1: too. I may have an extra one. Cool. Or we'll, or we'll call them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want all the merchandises.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry I'm out of men's tees. All I got is like women's tank tops at the nah, moment. That's cool. I don't really. I usually wear. I'm actually
1: repping my own band today. But um, <laughs> usually I wear blank shirts. You know, I'm not really a big t-shirt label guy. But I wear a hat once in a while. But mostly I just kind of want the booze.
0: Well, honestly, the besides them being sponsors, the reason I rock this hat all the time is I love the hat. It oh. is.
1: It's a really cool hat. It's. I mean, the logos. That's exactly. It's. I've made logos almost very, like, very similar. It's like kind of style. I love that style. Super clean. A couple extra lines in there. Real, you know, simple with the skull. I dig it.
0: And as we get, as we're being marketing <laughs> nerds, apparently, it's right, my A. That's what I do. I'm a branding guy. And nothing wrong with it. And if it's a
1: product that I dig, you know, I'd be passionate about it and rep it. I'll talk to my people. It's Something. I mean, if I made if I made it, that's what I'm saying. If I made a tequila, that's probably what it would look like. Same thing. I made, I it's like, I feel like I designed that, but I didn't,
0: but you didn't right. sadly. Otherwise I'd be like, I did.
1: Of- I did design a tequila a long time ago though. So what can it, it just now that it, well, apparently to make tequila and actually get it into market is really tough. Cause you got to deal with Mexico Yeah, oh yeah. and the whole system and like going through tequila to actual tequila. And like it's, I didn't, even so those guys were doing that. I was just helping design the bottle yeah. and, um, I don't really... Man, I would say it on air, but I, I don't really tell anybody because it's... The bottle itself was... It was... All I can say it was it was a shape of something really cool. Um, and uh, I want to say it's just that if if anything ever popped up in the future, I'd want to be able to still do it. So if I release that idea, then...
0: Ah, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So it never went to
1: market. Right. And the, But the logo was very cool looking. Uh, it was almost kind of like a little Bloomingdale's thing. And it, it was kind of focused around... I can't say it was, around, it was focused around females. So it was really, the, the marketing
0: behind it was rad. So you made a giant pussy fucking tequila? <laughs> just like, looks like opening lips, uh, opening yeah, vulva. Right. <laughs> I want that one. That one looks good. i just, <sighs> <laughs> look Looks like you're eating it out when you chug out of the bottle. <laughs> you would. Yeah, I eat pussy. Yeah. 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 A real man eats pussy. It's true. Man, it's, it stinks up the beard for days, though. Why well, you gotta drink tequila? Ghost tequila. I'm not pouring ghost tequila in my beer. <laughs>
1: I'm just gonna keep pitching them. Too. You can tell it's working because now I've been drinking it. I made a halfway decent margarita. Yeah, this is pretty uh, simpler. Like always, simpler the better. And, you know, tequila has. Um, I was I was actually thinking about this before I came over. I was like, you know, I actually want to talk about because te- you know your show is about drinking and other stuff, <laughs> drinking and that should you your tagline, drinking and other stuff.
0: All oh, the tagline is the conversation at the end of the bar. Oh, there you go. That's cool. We have a little bit of marketing going on. A, a
1: little, little bit. Pull up real quick. I mean, you know, you know, I mean, if pull up, I know some. While wow, you're pulling it up, pull up tequila benefits. Um, I, a couple line off the top of my head. The great thing about tequila is I always preach this. You know, is now I can actually talk it to a lot, by a lot of people and, you know, I'm not saying drinking a lot is, you know, it's promoting drinking is i that? am right you are but you know just like anything else it's not the greatest thing for you but neither is uh stop lying a lot of stuff don't lie to the audience <laughs> that's not cool man sorry we're lying but drinking is is great like tequila has a lot of benefits and if you drink it clean it's man it's one of the it's 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 a, it's a, one of the cleanest buzzes i've ever had um i've woken up multiple times with no hangover um, they say it's a, a, a weight loss thing. They say it's great for, um, I don't know, what does it say? Uh, it says it's a weight loss thing. It's a probiotic. Probiotic. Good for your in- insides, especially if you're in Mexico or any other country, for that matter, and you just got there and you're worried about the food or the water. And you, if you're eating a meal, you're like, I, I don't know what's going to happen because you know, you, a lot of people get sick as soon as they get in a different place. you know, like you know, Their body's not ready for this change. Drink some tequila and with the meal and that is helping it'll help your body um whatever oh no i've
0: wrecked my stomach in a couple different countries
1: yeah uh it saved me when i got to mexico the entire time mexico city nothing we were just drinking tequila every day and like i swear that that is what helped me because we were eating some crazy stuff well it's a huge thing some people just don't like the taste but i think it's because it gets a bad rap Because people take tequila shots
0: They drink fucking Cuervo
1: No they drink fucking Cuervo Yeah but then they take tequila shots After they've been drinking their shitty drink They're like Is my Cosmo so much sugar I love it And then they're just like Let's take tequila shots And then he comes in The tequila guy comes in at the end Floating on top of all that crap And then they blame it on the tequila
0: Well and what's fucked up is Speaking of Cosmos Cosmos are actually a classic cocktail That is not fucking pink and girly Yeah but it's been adopted, and that's how people view them now. But it's like-
1: you know cosmos. I make a really good cosmos. Cosmos, is great. it's just vodka fucking cranberry, pretty much in a way.
0: There's lime juice in
1: that motherfucker. Oh no, I know. I mean, I make it you know triple sec, lime juice. but I don't like triple sec. It's kind of boring. I like to use alternative stuff. But anyway, essentially, it's vodka cranberry. So it's you know, you add some lime, add some this and whatever. I mean, a margarita is kind of the same thing. It's tequila, lime whatever else you want to put in it. I preferably, I like more of a Paloma. I love, um oh man, yes, uh, the other day we had, um, we're at this bar in San Diego, uh, my friend works at, and we had more of a tequila um grapefruit, not pine, did I say pineapple?
0: You didn't say any fruit, you a Paloma.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, well, it was it was like tequila grapefruit, and it was, she put something else in, I forgot to ask her, but it was so good, it was just fresh, and she carbonated a little bit with soda water, and, um, it was like the perfect mixture and to me that was man i could have drank those all day sometimes margaritas can have a lot of well, syrupy you know, see, heartburny I, thing going i on. don't want
0: bullshit margarita mix like right of course not like bad fucking sweet and sour mix that's mostly fucking sugar right like these margaritas fresh lime juice yeah you no know, orange liqueur mm-hmm. I, I didn't go full grand marnier because I, I got a budget to keep yeah I don't really think they I think is a little better. is not much cheaper these days. No. That we, one, you got anything too bad. Yeah, we got a knockoff that worked really well. Yeah. Like, it'd be one thing if we were sitting here sipping it as, like, an afterteeth. Mm-hmm. But we're mixing it into a goddamn cocktail. It doesn't have to be fucking amazing. Yeah. We got our orange liqueur. Uh-huh. Tequila. That's it. Yeah. I didn't even... Occasionally I'll, depending on who's drinking it, I'll put some simple simple syrup into it. Oh it's just more sure. Right. Depending I'll show on some sugar water. He wanted some sugar water. Your skin's hanging off your bones. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends on who's drinking it. Like Yeah, that's true. But we're men and we're gonna have our little bit of kick with our ghost. Right.
1: Yeah. No, it's good. I dig it. And I, I, like I was saying earlier, is like I like to cut it with a little uh, a little tip out there for you guys. If if you get a margarita and it's got a lot of like that that citrus acidity, uh, acidity, acidic, acidic, <laughs> acidity. Have another drink; it'll be yeah. good. Uh-huh. Um, has that that heartburny bite to it, and you're just like, God, it's like really whatever. Take a, a light lager beer, like a you know Daskeese or a Corona, or you know I prefer really like Bohemia or whatever. Uh, it doesn't have a Mexican beer either; it could just be like as long as it's a light beer, and you just pour a little bit out of it in there, and the car. It's two things, three things will happen. It'll help cut down the the acidic. It'll carbonate it. Which will only fuck you up even quicker, <laughs> which because of the air, and then it adds even more alcohol because it's beer. So instead of just putting some club soda or whatever, put like a, a, a little beer in there, and it gives it this like more rich flavor, and it's like easier to drink, and it's, it just tastes better. And what, people are like, "You're crazy." I'm like, "No, it's good." A little orange too, orange and grapefruit. Oh my god! What I, is it? Uh, big I've Wangs
0: got, does the fucking yeah. big margarita with the fucking yep.
1: Corona Lita into it. Love it. I just wish it wasn't. I'm not super into Corona anymore. They get, they, it's like a list of beers that have like they. I found out to put a lot of uh, corn syrup in them. And I just like, ah, oh, why? You know? I like Mordello. Mordello is that bad. Yeah. But I think they still kind of do the same thing. Do they? Pacifico uh. out of can, out of a can has been, I was into that for a little bit. Um, but now I'm really into Asahi, the Japanese beer.
0: Oh and yeah. I, I know that one.
1: Oh man. It's so, it's, it's, it's just clean. You know,
0: everything the Japanese do is better. It's
1: so, it's so clean. And it, it, you can, t- you can tell if you put a Corona like that's a Corona, you know. And, I mean, a lot of people like Coronas; it's fine, whatever. But look, you look look into it. Like they, it's not just beer. And, a, and then I'd take an Asahi, which is I like those light lager beers. And it's just, man, it was it's just clean, you know, more expensive, but <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. There's a reason for it; you're paying for quality. Yeah, I know. Life is too short to drink cheap fucking alcohol. That's true.
1: Yeah. My parents have life's too short to drink cheap wine,
0: but. <laughs> it's a lot of kind of kids. No, I drink a lot of cheap wine. Huh?
1: Yeah. well, yeah. My brother used to make spiced wine. We used to play a lot of Renaissance fairs, and this guy, one of the guys uh, that worked the Renaissance Fair, would get like, you know, cheaper wine, but you're boiling it and you're adding all the stuff, so it was okay. But he would make this spiced wine, and it was done. He would like, let everybody try it and take it around. He would always have a bottle, and it was just this like early mornings, and you're camping, and you're, you know, play pirate music all day, and you wake up, you smell like, you know, bacon and like the, everything's on the fires going and you're drinking spiced wine in the morning. It was like, dude, this is pretty rad. <laughs> I get used to this. That definitely, this is one of the parts about the band I definitely miss is uh, that, that, that like whole ambiance was pretty rad.
0: So how'd you get involved with the Ren Fair?
1: Uh, there was one near my house in San Diego in Escondido And, you know, I think I went a couple of years in a row. I was like, wow, this is so cool. And I Busty love to do winches. Yeah. I have a problem with stuff you know like i like trinkets and like leather things and jewelry i'm you know so much jewelry it's stupid and um just you know swords and weapons and i'm a a boy you know like i love all that stuff man whatever and uh (laughs) so i would go a lot and then then this whole thing happened with the the, we went and actually played music that one time and then it turned into like we just asked them one time We're like hey can we you know can we play and then they're like yeah of course sure and then you're like this is the deal i'm like all right cool And then that same day, we actually jammed with another pirate band also called the Pirates Charles. And they are what really turned us on. Like, dude, we got to make our own band. This is so fun. And they just, you know, it's like, it's actually a very classy, fun kind of pirate band. Not like, you know, we're not like promoting real piratism or whatever, piracy.
0: What, you're not like rolling to Somalia and jacking fucking cargo? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm the captain now.
1: Yeah, there you go. But uh, yeah, we, um, yeah, it it went from. Renaissance to, uh, to, uh, there's pirate fairs in Ojai, and then it turned into like the pleasure fair was up here. It's a huge one up here, and then, you know, it was just kind of all over the place. And, uh, but it was a good time while well, it lasted. And, uh, once in a while, I'll jump on stage and sing with the guys. So I was like, that. totally cool with that as long as you guys are cool with it. You know, make like a ghost appearance. <laughs> 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 nice.
0: Yeah. You should definitely come next time.
1: Yeah, let me know. I'm down. Yeah, you make a great pirate. You got a beard already.
0: Got the beard. I'll, I'll just lose a leg. Yeah, there you go. I'll, I, I got a tattoo on this one. So I'll go with the left. There you go. Yeah, keep that one. I paid for work on it. Can't can't peg leg this one. Right. I've been drinking, so <laughs> my train of thought <laughs> uh, got a little I, derailed. Oh, I had a thought. Now it's gone. <laughs> Shit. Dying brain cells. Uh, they're almost audible. It's funny because like you can go and edit everything later. Oh, which yeah, you that's do. why we don't do a live show. But then you're like, oh wait.
1: Oh god I'm still on the mic when I'm still on I'm on the time I'm on the clock what do I oh
0: no what I lost my train of thought <laughs> well
1: it's yeah. like it really doesn't matter but as soon as you get out, it's like I'm the same as soon as I get on camera on a mic I'm like uh-oh sorry you can just edit all that out
0: <laughs> I might I might not <laughs> often I'm like oh I'm gonna totally edit that and then when I get to it, I'm like no that was actually kind of funny I'll just yeah. leave it on yeah totally so at the Vampire Ball, yeah. Ooh what's the hot vampire wench situation like
1: um i think that you will find some ladies
0: there ladies that of the night you find interesting sorry i could ladies of the night couldn't resist that was a horrible joke <laughs> horrible joke um, vampires night blah, blah i mean if
1: you're yeah i think that you'll you'll definitely be into i mean everyone's going to be done up to the nines to the tens to the elevens whatever you want to go And a lot of cool outfits, you know, everybody's, it's just like, it's like a Halloween in the middle of February, you know, that's what I love it too, is like every day is Halloween, you know, I just, I like to dress up, like to be weird, and that's everybody in the same place that loves, and it's just, everyone's looking at, oh my God, I love your outfit. It's a real positive event, you know, because everybody's just, you know, in it. And like, this is so cool. And like I said, there's vendors, so you the cool stuff to buy. Um, I think Sebastian will be making fangs for about an hour, I think. I don't know. I'm totally sure. I forgot if he does it or not. But and, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm specifically stoked on this here because it's, it's Lost Boys 80s theme. And so I'm going to, I already know I got this, um, I got this like leather 80s like trench coat that I'm totally going to wear. <laughs> That's pretty rad. I actually got two. One my friend gave me is an East St. Laurent. East St. Laurent. Sorry. East St. Laurent. YSL, And um, it's all red. Looks like Carmen San Diego's jacket. But might be a little too much red, so maybe I can attach some black to it to kind of like whatever. But the other one was actually a dress, a leather dress, like a weird like no collar, like the sleeve stop like right here. And it's But it's got the puffiness for like the 80s. And it was like this dress. My grandma found it at the thrift store. And she's like, I thought you might like this, but I know it's a dress. She's like, if you want, I can cut it down the middle and turn it into a jacket. I was like, hell yeah. So I was like, let's just do it. So she did it, seemed the thing back up again. And it's like, it's super dope. And you can't, it's like a very original looking piece, right? And the coolest thing about it is, um, actually back in the colonial days, they didn't really, their coats never really had collars. A lot of them didn't because their, their under collar shirt would come up and then this would just kind of sit flat around right and that was kind of the style then it was kind of more of a cloak than a jacket yeah it was like yeah we just kind of wrap around whatever and then the collar would be here and then they were scarves and all this stuff whatever so this has that so it actually tends to the style of the old school you know whatever uh style of you know, colonial stuff and so i can put i have you know I have all these rad shirts and this and that whatever but i'm gonna go on that 80s approach and like get all like 80s like the crow meets lost boys like you know, it's it's super fun. And, like, some of the tracks I'll be playing will be kind of off of some of the the movies and, um, you know, some of my own stuff. You know, I'll plug my own music or whatever. But um, I just think, I mean, if anybody's a fan of any of the vampire movies, it, there's got to be at least one that, you know, one of you guys like, you know, whatever. Then, you know, I think, you I, I know, I'm just glad I'm not getting called pirate anymore. <laughs> it's moved from pirate to vampire. So I'm like, eh. That's good because it just used to be pirate all the time, and I was like in the pirate band and all that junk. But
0: well, I think that's what you're going for at the time. Can't I just be me? No, no, you have to be easily identifiable. Right. So I'm I'm thinking Jim Carrey from One Spitten. That's eighties. <laughs> Do you? Oh, that wasn't. Yeah, that was funny. That was that was a good movie. Yeah, just slick it back, just like all black, like all black. Slick it back. Yeah, I have to shave though. Yeah.
1: Wow. <sighs> I, don't know, I think you should go with more like something that you kind of already look like. The, the beard is rad. You got to rock the beard. Like, you can even like do some cool, like, instead of shaving the beard, you should, you know, like, do some, like, bleach it a little bit or go black with the whole thing or do just some, do something crazy. You do know? some
0: fucking. <laughs> there you go. Get some wax in it. Get it all fucking- t- Hey,
1: how's this? I, 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 some of my buddies, another thing I do is I, I tend to once in a while style a shoot here and there. Uh, and I take my buddies and help them find you know, on the side. I'll help them find like clothing. So we'll go. We'll go out and shop. All and right. So I know a lot of guys are like I don't know what to wear and this and that and whatever and 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 like I want new clothes and like can you help me? I was like yeah sure man. It's
0: Obviously well. I don't know how to dress. I dress like I still do in high school. Metal shirt jeans.
1: Hey, when you when you got a little scroll and you're ready to do it, like we'll go because I will. You know, we'll find some good stuff. But I also know where to find stuff that's not too expensive either. So. We should go shop for some stuff. And I think it'd be a good uh, thing to do before the ball. We'll find some some interesting things. You're like, I never would have thought of that. And then you'll be like, yeah, I feel good. This is rad. I'm going to go, like, you know, we'll make you your own vampire, you know? All right. That'll be interesting. You just need to find a date. You know any girls? Me? No <laughs> or girls. You go, or you can go solo. But a lot of people, they they suggest bringing in a date just because, you know, it's a ball. Um,
0: but uh, maybe I'll I, I you know, go solo. Bring, maybe bring I know some girls that like, I could bring and would not be offended if I Sound met somebody fun? else.
1: Right <laughs> there, you go.
0: <laughs> like bring, oh. a, yeah, bring a friend. Yeah, like, bring a friend. Hey, we're platonic. Mm-hmm. Go get you some vampire dick, girl. Yeah, there
1: you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's half dead, so I don't know how good it's gonna be. But.
0: <laughs> don't they have vampiric Viagra? Just pump that shit up.
1: Yeah, I think you bite into a um. What was it? Something they like a agave plant. I think it was.
0: Is that a callback?
1: I don't know. Was just just cut that part out. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of something to bite into. (laughs) Ah, the beauty of editing. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) I love how we both pose for the camera that's not on. What's not on anymore? It was just taking stills. Oh, I thought you're filming the whole show. No, I've been looking over the whole time. (laughs) I told you because I don't have a T six I. Oh, that's right. Wow, I'm an idiot. I was like, I'm like,
1: and I'm like turned this way. To like face the camera I'm like I'm going to look at the camera because like, like,
0: Yeah we have it all blocked Like no we just did stills At the beginning There we go That's yeah. probably
1: why My antibody
0: my energy was off <laughs> Now we're having a conversation Yeah like Show's almost over And like, Tony's like Oh yeah. yeah
1: Should I just get deep On the bike too
0: Yeah just get all Up in that motherfucker well, Okay Listen to some neon Coming right back at you That's my radio voice
1: Or announcer voice announcer voice department of redundancy department <laughs> <laughs> anyways
0: Anywho, you got a date lined up for the coven already for the for the vampire ball
1: um well um i did have a friend that I was gonna bring um it's just it's kind of a i'm trying to figure out what to do actually because um we're gonna be filming there and so i didn't like i said i didn't want to be unfair to the time so i don't know what's gonna be happening with the filming so um uh, I think my friend still might go. Um, and, and I totally clear. She's like, you know, she's like, Oh no it And whatever. But I, you know, she still might go, but I said, you know, it might be hard for me to bring somebody because we're going to be filming and doing this and that, and you know, DJing and all this stuff. So I don't know. Um, a little bit more of a, a professional approach for me this year, uh, as a work thing. So we'll see. I'm one of the influencers as well. So, you know, I, so, you know, promote it as I'm doing right now and, you know, whatever. So, um I don't know. All I can say is just everybody should just go whether you're going to bring somebody or not. You're still going to have a great time. There's, everybody's, there's a lot of people going solo. It's, it's, like, it's like a dance. But a lot of people actually don't even dance. They just go and party. It's just a party. you, know? it's, you know, There'll be booze. There'll be I, all sorts I was
0: of about to say, like, if I have to dance, i out. I'm out.
1: Yeah, no. no one wants to watch me dance. No. There's a lot of performance stuff happening. There's a belly dancer. There's fire. There's all sorts of rad stuff.
0: Wait, there's fire and vampires? That seems like a bad mix.
1: Yeah. Well, I just got to keep it keep the fire away from them it's more so the sun the sun is bad
0: the sun's bad fire's bad sticks to the heart yeah what you're saying is i shouldn't have a heavy garlic meal before the ball
1: right no (laughs) definitely not
0: that's actually just a bad plan before you go out in hollywood anyways like hey girl it's fucking garlic all up in her face michael michael
1: Come on, come with us, Michael.
0: What else do you do? In oh. the city. He sold tortillas on the corner. <laughs> this summer.
1: That's pretty cool when he use his mic and you get all up clothes. You can actually do the, uh, the movie guy's voice. <laughs> <laughs> or try at least. Coming in 2018, another Star Wars movie. Are you ready? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry, what was your question?
0: I didn't have a question. Oh, I thought you asked me something again. I didn't. Oh. Just hallucinating. I know. This is the ghost chili. <laughs> it's ghost
1: pepper? So fucking hot. Is it it's chili or pepper? Pepper. The hell's the difference, anyway?
0: It's fucked if I know.
1: You know? Not a scientist. Chilies are definitely more like narrow and longer, peppers seem to be more bunchy.
0: Stubby or like whatever. Did you just look it up? I did. <laughs> They're all peppers. They're all peppers. Yep. It's a chili is a pepper chili it's pepper. It's a chili pepper. Oh god, that's right. Cause it popped up with what's the difference between a bell pepper and a chili pepper? They're all peppers.
1: Hmm. You ever seen the pepper eating competition? No. It's called the hottest competition in the world, dude. You should watch it. It's crazy. Fucking people are brutal. torturing themselves. Sitting there eating million, two million Scoville, <coughs> Carolina Reaper, and they got it, and they're just like, they, they can't touch milk. They can't wipe their face. It, it's just like, it's gnarly. And uh, people tap out real quick. I'm sure. But I'm then there's something sure. that goes all the way. There's this one lady that like, kills it a couple times, like, and it's just like, dude, what happens after? I don't want
0: to know. The worst shit you will oh, ever take. So gnarly. Have you ever watched Hot Ones? Hot Ones? Yeah. Is that... It's a, a YouTube interview show. Okay. They have celebrities on, and they eat, feed them progressively spicier wings. Uh-huh. And, like, the last wing is Two Million Skullville. Oh, Jesus. And they're asking them interview questions in between every wing. It's hilarious. Dude, we gotta watch that. It's so good. It's so fucking good. It sounds awesome. I love stuff like that. And people are just... They're just
1: destroying themselves on purpose. Like,
0: what? Well, the best part is like this is mainstream celebrities doing this shit. Oh my god! Like who? Uh, Brian Cranston and fucking James Franco. Um. Okay. Fucking I'd like to see Franco do that. Bert Kreischer did it. Joey Diaz did it. A mm. uh, bunch of rappers like Coolio did that shit. Mm. Um. <laughs> nori nori was great nori fucking yep. had a bottle of booze while he was nice, doing it nice yeah they've had a whole like they're on their fifth season it's crazy like uh dj khaled tapped out after four wings <laughs> he would uh, eddie wong t- accidentally touched his dick oh no yeah he's like i gotta use the bathroom and they're like they had him mic'd up and he touched his fucking dick. Like,
1: ah! oh damn
0: it's an amazing show. I have often said if for whatever miracle I get famous enough to get booked on that fucking show is going to be a fucking snuff flick. Oh, like I'm going to die. Oh, yeah. I like a little bit of spicy, but dude, when you get to the like hundreds of thousands of Scoville, like, I just know my nose will open up and I'll be like a fucking faucet and then I'll just be like, Oh, God, why did I do this to myself? Dude, there's a thing called, I think it's like cherry
1: bomb or something crazy. It's a liquid. It's a concentrated liquid. It's one of the hottest things in the world. I think it's like nine million Scoville. And you take one little, it's like paste. And I've seen pranks with it, which is terrible. But they put it in like this guy's burrito and then like just a little bit. And he starts eating the burrito and he's just like dying for like the rest of the day. And um, I mean, yeah, it's pretty cruel. But
0: that's fucking, oh, yeah, because that's going to be bad Going in and coming out. Yeah. Yeah. No. Assuming it doesn't cause horrible, like life altering ulcers in your colon Dude. as it goes through. So intense. Oh no, it's fucking ridiculous. But I think it's about time for last call, sir. Yes, sir. I gotta get on an airplane tomorrow. Yeah. Where Should can we find late? you on uh, social media, the interwebs, and all that fun shit?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um my main thing really kinda right now is, is my Instagram. Um, it's kind of my hub for the other links to everything. So it's uh, at shock the monster um, spelled all the same, the right way shock the monster. And then on there you'll see my links to all my other stuff. My art is the same thing. Shock the monster dot art. Then you have Merzik underscore band neon coven. Um, and then uh, Merzik.com neon Coven.com. I'm getting shockthemonster.com the Monster.com up and running soon. Um, also starting to work on some apps. Um, so, um, uh, yeah if anybody out there needs an app hit you know hit this guy up and let me know
0: and where can we find information on the ball and all the other shit like and when you're playing out in town, links to all that shit
1: yeah just go to just google Endless Night vampire ball and you'll see everything there's a nice website there it's got you know what they're doing all over the world how you can get involved if you want to you know be involved in something cool with the vampires and get some fangs made and you know if you've always had an affinity for that then go for it you know just to each his own as i say and um you know it's fun it's good stuff
0: awesome yeah well i'm not gonna keep you any longer you gotta nice. get to the fucking hawaii yeah <laughs> as always you can find me at matt underscore slayer on twitter matt slayer on instagram matt F and slayer on facebook matt slayer on snapchat you can find the podcast at and now we drink on twitter and now we drink underscore on instagram hey y'all pop another cold one we're gonna just keep drinking off air